How's it going, everyone? I am Brett Nallen. And David Nallen. With those Nallen Brothers podcasts, we are two nerds that happen to be brothers who enjoy talking about games, tech, and anything else you like. How's it going, bro? Good. Good. Uh, as most people know, that E3 happened over last weekend. Well, let, let's save the baby for where okay. the baby belongs. Man, we're, we are going to crush E3 up. But well, half of E3 up. Half of E3. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're we're not even gonna bother trying to digest all of E3 in one episode. We're gonna we're gonna take it do it, take it do it right. We're gonna cover EA conference and Microsoft conference. Yes, two big ones, two massive ones. Uh, I don't know. Next week we're gonna cover. I want to do. We okay? Ubisoft. Yeah, Ubisoft and. Um, Which other one are we gonna do? Are we just gonna cover Ubisoft and all the miscellaneous B- stuff in between? Ubisoft, Behemoth. And um, Bethesda, Bethesda, yeah, <laughs> behemoth. Behemoth, behemoth. Is, behemoth is the people that do crash or crashers. Um, um, and I think that will probably be some other miscellaneous stuff, yeah. Like, you got Rockstar mixed in there. Um, who else does, yeah, Rockstar? You have um, everything they do, you're gonna have Activision, um, Activision, uh, which yeah. is just Call of Duty and yeah. some other stuff in there. But I mean, yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna jump into we're gonna break this into two episodes for you. We're gonna really digest the big hitters this week, EA, Microsoft, and then um, also cover who kind of like who did some who got some winning who didn't. But uh, I heard you finished some Dark Souls up, man. Oh yes, uh, that was actually today this afternoon, right before I came over. I it was one intense final boss fight, like because it you oh just horrible. Um, but got that done. Well, I mean, it, that the game's designed to punish you, so if the boss isn't punishing you, then there's, I mean, what's the point of the game? Yeah, the thing is that he could change his fighting style all, all the way through the boss fight whenever he wanted to. Oh, so he, you had a hard time predicting what he was going to do. Because usually yeah. most boss files, they follow, they follow a sequence of steps and steps moves. and moves and, and um, yeah, cycle. Yeah, so he could change his fighting style up, which means... That he had a new set of moves that he had to do, like so you basically had to die over and over again until you figured it out. Like what was this cue and what you had to do? Yeah, to it. because it's all like boss fights are all cue based. Like some of them are you can go up and hack at them, but some, most of them is you block this one attack or you have to dodge the other attack and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they're designed where you have to do this specific action. When he starts doing this, you have to do this, otherwise it's gonna hurt. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's all right. So, uh. Yeah, we actually did a lot of gaming this week. Oh, uh, that, that what happens when I don't have school. Yeah, you don't have school, and I, I, I carved out a little bit of time uh, pretty early on. So we're level 30 in the division now. Yep. That's nice. And that, that actually, I'm uh, I'm very, very impressed on how they brought that storyline together with a multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. They, they did just enough with everything they're doing on to make it an enjoyable story throughout the mission to keep you wanting to move forward and go going on, but not so overwhelming that it was just it was pure story based they, they did a great mix of gameplay story mix we haven't together. played any of the story missions those are all the missions you get to go through to get the rebuild the base and the medics and all that stuff that's all story based missions yes but we still have tons of main missions to do yeah i know we still have a bunch of encounters to go on and we have the no those are side stuff we have the main missions still to go on yeah so we have stuff still to do so, I mean, we're still replaying it. Um, what's your tech score at? 100 or something now? My tech score? 
It's at a thousand fifty. No, 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 no. So that's your over thirty. You, you there's a little icon on the bottom. Your text. oh, you mean my gear score? Your gear score, yeah, your gear score. My gear score is at ninety eight. I can do way better, but there's an item that upgrade uh spreads out all the gear plus four hundred on everything. So my t- health and my uh DPS and my uh tech score goes up by four hundred. No, oh, you're just not gonna get rid of that item yet. No, that's actually a really good item. Yeah, yeah. I'm a. Uh, I think my tech score is like sixty right now. It's not very good at all. Um, but I want to get that over the hundred here soon. But yeah. uh, I think we're gonna hit the dark zone tonight and see if we can get some good gear. Yeah, we also have to do that daily. Uh... Yeah, the daily mission and the encounter and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, maybe we'll call Tim up and see if he wants to. Now that we're all level thirties, so he'll do some badass stuff together. That's probably good. Probably will happen. Yeah, that's good junk. Uh, I finished up Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. How did you like the ending? Oh, just it was a one. It was kind of a real. It was a it was a real disappointment in the outside of the the game. Oh yeah, plane. the outside of the game was disappointment. It was just the the side missions. You, like the dude gets arrested. Mm-hmm. Yay! We thought it was you the entire time. Like okay, yeah, because I was being manipulated and doing stuff. But the inside of the game, I actually liked the. Um, what you had, to, what you had to get done and do with, um, what's his name? What you had to get done and do with, um, uh, the, pi- the the pirate. Yeah, but I can't remember his name for the life of me. It's not Connor. It's uh, no Connor's three. It starts with an E, doesn't it? Jack. The Jack bow is the boat. How do I remember the, the Jack boat? Don? The Jack Don. Yeah. Jack, Jack Don is a boat. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I don't remember. The no one really yells his name. Yeah, you never. Yeah, you don't really never. You got. Yeah, and if you if you if you if you do play the game, you do you feel like you're kind of walking straight into a Pirates of the Caribbean movie with some of the characters. Oh yeah, uh, uh kid. Yeah, kid reminds you. Eh, not so much of. Kid doesn't remind you too much of characters from um, from any of the. Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but you you definitely can see that the uh, the girl that starts going on with him with the in, in the end missions, you can tell she's the the princess hody toady girl that kind of oh, like really? falls off the boat. One of the pirate captains reminds you of um, Blackbeard reminds me of pirate uh, Barboso. Yeah, Barboso. Yeah, Blackbeard and Barboso yeah. are like the, basically the same guy. So there's you can see there's a lot of like either crossover mm-hmm. in the game where they're they're doing that just stuff you know just kind of like you're like well that character basically could just been pl- plucked out of the movie and now he's in the game too yeah but that that's really easy it's a part of the pirate lore yeah yeah so my next assassin's creed movie i'm gonna be rocking on to um unity unity yeah i'm thinking i'm gonna take a break though for a little bit even though i'm way behind i shouldn't but i, I want to do i want to i want to um if we just get some small time, is just plow through the missions on Black Ops Three. Oh yeah, we need to do that, don't yeah. we? Now that we're level thirty on the division, and kind of like take maybe take you know we're gonna play some tonight, mm-hmm. but you know when we get some time, like maybe late tomorrow night, um, get through dark yeah Black Ops Three missions. Yeah, there's also the other missions for Zombie Mode too. Yeah, and and on top of that, I mean, with my, um, I mean we can turn us into sad cast for a second and then be like yeah so my my daughter just got admitted to the hospital and be there for the new next two weeks so it's me and my son hanging out here at the house by ourselves for a while you know going there to visit and all that things but we can't just be down there all the time it's just not 
that room's just too small. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that, I don't have anyone telling me to watch this, do that at nights. So I might be having, I might be, the next two weeks might be, the nighttime might be, the evenings might be filled with much more gaming. games. Games. Gaming. Yeah, gaming. So we might have a pretty good opportunity to get through some stuff. I got a new buddy who got uh, Battlefront, so we might jump back on that. Mm-hmm. And he wants to play some of that too. Okay. So on and moving forward to the big box in the sky, aka Xbox. Whatever. Uh, that was a bad intro. But uh, on to gaming. Mm-hmm. Talk about the, the, all these conferences. Um, E3. So you want to start off with EA? Yes, let's start off with EA. So with EA, they, they were trying to do two different conferences in two different areas. Yeah, in London and in EA. Yeah, London and LA, LA. where the actual EA conference was at. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. To me... They, they tried to make it real smooth and the transitions proper and all that stuff, but really, uh, it just kind of felt gimmicky. Yeah, it was a little bit gimmicky, but that, that's what happens with that stuff. Um, but I, I'm glad that there wasn't a massive technical glitch when they were doing it because that, you know, stream, streaming overseas and everything else, there's a huge chance you're running into that you're going to run into a technical problem. Yeah. Why you're saying, and on top of that, every like a lot of stuff's getting you know, you were live streaming it on YouTube. IGN was live streaming it, GameSpot was live streaming it. Every, every company had a live stream of it yeah. going. There's a lot of technical pieces going on in this thing, and there's you, a lot of bandwidth being held up there. Well, yeah, and now you throw an overseas presence into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's so much chances you're running into, but, but it looks, that part pulled off great, yeah. it went off pretty smoothly, yeah. So Let's talk about the first game they announced. Yeah, so the first one they dropped into was Titanfall yes. 2. Uh, coming out, of course, this uh, fall. This fall, um, I'm going to I'm gonna work on just coming out with a release calendar that we post somewhere in this office. Just right there. Just, or just use your TV and yeah. come, cast it over to your TV. I could, I could do that. Yeah, I could probably do that. Just put it in the calendar on the, on the show, show and then no. throw that calendar up there. Yeah. yeah. Just pull it to November and December. Mm-hmm. Just blow it up and show two months at the same time, and then March is another big month that game. Yeah, goes. November, December, those are the ones we need to really. Uh, we just put release dates on there and yeah, just track them. So, but yeah, Titanfall. Uh, there is going to be a single player. Yeah, and they demoed that, mm-hmm. and that looks like I I really like that. Like it's the bond between the Titan and the actual player itself. Because there is a bond there. They announced that in the fourth game and stuff like that. Yeah, the the pilot and the bond that, hey, kind of like creates and develops with this Titan. Because mm-hmm. this Titan can work basically as an AI, uh, totally autonomous from himself, yeah. and do things. And he ha- the pi- pilot has some control over him, but there is a part where they work together when he jumps inside the Titan. Mm-hmm. And how that single player, you know, actually builds on that story. Actually, they... It's a pilot who dies, but basically, and a pilot, and then another pilot takes over another Titan and stuff like that. Yeah, well, in the mission. In this case, it was just a regular. They, it's a, it's a regular infantry soldier. Yep, that takes over a Titan. Oh, which really? Never happens. happens. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Well, why did he do this?" And he said, "I don't know, but it, he saw something in me." Mm-hmm. And they kind of let it go because he was one of the best pilots in the that they had beforehand. And it turns out he has a great natural ability. He just doesn't have 
training. He didn't have training, but he's got. He's been fighting on the ground for so long. He has so much natural instincts and things, and then you throw him in this massive battle machine. He's a beast. Yeah, would, so would be understandable. You know, and you kind of go through how that all plays throughout. So yeah, it, it looks with Titanfall, you have to be smooth because. But the first game they pulled off was the running on the walls and everything. They pulled that off pretty well. Yeah, and they added more fluidity to the yeah. movement. It you looks like it looks so cool. With the things you can do now, you can you can jump between buildings more smoothly. Because in the old one, there was some hang-ups when you were doing the sliding back and forth and trying to yeah you, go around buildings the, and the, move. The and, initial like five uh, half a second of you hitting the wall and then grabbing grip, but which I understand of that. Yeah, but it looks like they smoothed that all out, and and the more movements you can do now, you can climb walls better easily without uh, without um. You can scale walls, but they added a grappling hook. Okay, so okay, that's so they made it. They added a new mechanic too. Yeah, they added a new mechanic. So you have this grappling hook now, where if you want to get up to this, you know, up to this top, instead of having trying to find a way to like, like there's some of them where you see them spinning around and they just go up and like yeah. they jump and spin and jump and spin and jump and spin. There's some other like little things. Now you do is just point this thing up there, grab that hook, and you can and then start running. That's good. So you're 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 jumping up now. You you have a couple more mechanics to get your making the game more vertical mm-hmm. the vertical portion of the game is great now they also added they announced that they're going to have more guns in the game yeah so more variety on how to shoot and do things yeah. like that so which was needed in the first one they only had like three heavy machine guns three sniper rifles and a ton of assault rifles yeah and then they had that crazy um pistol that could zoom in on people's heads and yeah. just shoot them out if you could Take the time to focus that in on somebody, which mm-hmm. I saw a lot, a lot of people use that one too, because you could run up along the wall and just see people, and then and there's there they're down done. All right, I think we've we've, we've and it will be on PS4 this time. Yeah, it's released on the PS4 and uh, PC. P- it's always been on the PC. Yeah, it was, PC. It was a Microsoft exclusive. Okay, so yeah, it's not gonna be. Yeah, we'll get to that later on. Yeah. So uh, next one's um, Madden. Yeah, Madden. Uh, Madden pretty much did a lot of their big announcements early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pre E three. I don't. I don't think they wanted to try to spend a lot of time on this one. Um, they kind of left that out for all the other bigger games and things like that. I mean, Madden is what it is. They know what it is. The big things mm-hmm. they announced was um, uh, a new competitive mode in sports. Uh, so the tournaments at all levels. So if you can start completing your tournaments, you got like pro levels, intermediate levels, and uh, beginner levels. So yeah. if you want to get in just online tournaments, pick teams and compete, you can leagues with your friends, pick them stuff. So yeah, and they did do talk about the Madden tournament that's happening now at the time that E three was happening. Yeah, and that's kind of how they first started introducing their esports thing, mm-hmm. and how that's changing the world with. Uh, in in gaming right now is kind of the esports drive, and how that we're trying to bring that that kind of atmosphere to everyone, not just the elite. Yeah, just not the greatest player players in the world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I like the part that they're adding those uh, tournaments too for online. Mm-hmm. You can do it with your buddies. You can create your own little mini tournament and bracket and track all there, or you can do it with just random people. Yeah. So, should we move on to Mass Effect Andromeda? Yes. So, it's going to be a new main character, 
which I prefer because Shepard, Shepard's done. Well, they got three, they got three, three uh, good games out of Shepard. Yeah. The character of Shepard. It's kind of time to move on. Mm-hmm. And they ended his storyline pretty good. Well, I actually haven't played three. I'm halfway through two, and I haven't played three yet. I've only played all that online stuff we were doing. You. You call yourself a gamer and you can't get through the biggest game ever. Oh, I started one late. Two, I, I, I tried digesting all three of them in a row. Oh yeah, that's two, that's hard. Yeah, two two's backwards compatible now. I might yeah. just try installing it on my Xbox One, throw the disc in there, and call it a day and just play through it. Yeah, uh, one is the hardest one to get through. Two was a lot smoother, and three's a lot more smoother. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, Shepherd's Line got. Completed number three, like you see, um, that's good. So is it kind of like? Is it almost like a reboot? It would be a reboot with a different character. So but they're not really rebooting; they're just continuing on the same timeline, but just bringing all new characters in. They're exploring a new world. Yeah, because yeah. so the the concept of the game is their galaxy is kind of just in shambles. Oh yeah, you you see that after the third one. After the third one, so the the, the Milky Way is galaxies in shambles, and <laughs> the combined races need to find a new home, and so they launch this massive ship and, um, basically this massive like space station, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, a ship, space station. Yeah. A space station, a ship to a whole new galaxy to find and start the new new the the human race over again. Yep. Uh, um. And so you start over. You you basically you're going to a whole new galaxy you've never been to. So everything's brand new. So they they said um, the initial feel of everything is kind of like um, Mass Effect One. People were talking. That's what they're talking about. It's like it feels like when you play it, like Mass Effect One. Everything's new. No yep. one knows what's going on. Y- you don't know where to do. You really there's so much to do. You don't know what to do, and then you start doing it, and then you don't know want to stop. Yep. So it, they did announce that this will be powered by Frostbite. Almost every game they had came out for EA, Frostbite was involved. Yes, which is a good thing because Frostbite, I think it's a uh, one of the newer... Um, it's one of the new engines. Yeah, engines. That got created for... Engines needed to update because they were falling behind. Like Those get updated almost every console. They, they, they take a while to develop and stuff like that. Yeah, the, the only one that kind of like has a continuous update cycle is the Unreal Engine. And a lot of games use the Unreal Engine. Engine. Yeah. I mean, Rocket League uses the Unreal Engine. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. almost all of the Half-Lifes use the Unreal Engine. Half-Life, uh... Almost any game that's not designed by Activision, EA, or Ubisoft mm-hmm. uses the Unreal Engine because they can just buy it for a reasonable rate and then apply it to their game. Yeah, that's what Vi- Valve... Yeah, Valve wanted. Yeah, Valve wanted. They just... A, a universal place that people gamers can go to and yeah so it, so a uh indie gamer could make a game will at cheap or at some value yeah so yeah so frostbite even madden's ran by frostbite yep i think top is titanfall uh i, I don't know that. about that i didn't hear anything about that but they might have announced that it's it's probably is every other game i noticed out there that came out for ea had frostbite as its engine so it's probably is yeah but the, it's a powerful engine very powerful and, engine. And game, games that come from it looks just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was great. Okay, now on to FIFA. FIFA. So now, I think this is, this is the, one of the big reasons they kind of went to London 
is because of the FIFA. Yes. So, like, they were in America for Madden, and they threw it over to uh, London for Mass Effect, FIFA, and EA Origins. And they threw it yep. back to America for Star Wars. You know, basically, yeah. spoilers here. Battlefront, or the Star Wars set, and the Battlefield. Mm-hmm. So, FIFA. Now, powered by Frostbite again. Uh, the one thing is, there's been tons of different modes in FIFA you could always do. You had your career mode where you controlled your, you were the manager and you controlled the entire team. You had a career mode with no management where you just picked your team and set, set your lineup, set your scheme, and then actually watch the game with no control. Wow. That's like, that's like the true manager type style. Yeah. Uh, the game just happens and you hope it all works out. Um, but the you've always had also the ability to be an individual player. Yeah, and build your skills and do this thing. So they introduced thing called introduced this thing called the journey. So what it is is it's like a true story mode built inside your single player. You are this guy, and you are being recruited by massive teams as a teenager. Mm-hmm. You get to pick one team. That's your first choice. Yeah, and what you do with that one team and in their youth system and building your way up, and you go on loan and you play, 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 but and you gotta pick an it. agent, pick a, you. There's there's choices, and those choices you do in that game, in that journey, you pick a like, you can pick a shady agent or a legit agent, you, and you ha- and your choices have an effect on how your career is going to play out. Yep, and also your gameplay on the field does a lot too has a lot of that too and how your choices are made yeah so um i also noticed that there was a a a massive um partnership with the premier league yes there is yeah so they uh, announced the managers will be three managers will be uh rendered and stuff like that so it's not just three it was all it just had emphasis on those three, which okay. is one of the three biggest ones. And did you find it kind of funny? They just left out Josie, uh, uh, Josie uh, Marino. Yeah, out of it, who's one of the biggest managers in the Premier League. He won the he won the league last two years ago with Chelsea. Mm. Got fired for basically for his team. His players just couldn't didn't know how to play this year. Just terrible showing. Wow. And um, now he's Manchester United's coach, which is my team. I, I follow Manchester United in the Premier League, and. Um, he goes out there and he's like, "No love, you're yeah. not gonna show me any love." Yeah, I know. And he just kind of stumbles out of the wa- and why he's still the guy. Why the guy's still talking? I love the part he made fun of his son. Yeah, who he's like, yeah, he has a credit card, so I'm pretty sure he spends tons of money on that. Yeah, I don't know. He's like, yeah, you're rich. We get it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um. Let's see. It's made in Vancouver, which I found was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, they the only things that they really kind of updated is one of the Frostbite engine, so it looks a little more smoother. Kind of the glitchiness is kind of out because once they brought it to the Xbox One, it was kind of a little quirky. All the sports games were a little quirky on on Xbox One. They kind of really then they needed the new engine to be able to power that. Um, they they kind of made the off ball play of movement a little better. They made the physical play better, and they 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 um they made the, phys- the way you play physically. You know, you can kind of like yeah. box people out, do things like that a little better. Um, so more physical play. Yeah, well, you just you know, like there's a 
ball that tried to be through ball but didn't quite get to the player. You can like, where you're trying just to hold a guy off the ball so you can knock it away. Well, not knock it away, but there's parts in real soccer where you'll a guy will be in the corner. He'll he'll be, for lack of a better word, boxing out a guy, and he'll have the soccer ball at his feet, and then he's just trying to kind of like shake him one way or the other, and then he goes goes that way, and then he can cross the ball in or what or take a shot. Okay. So you can kind of use your body as a shield between you, the defender, and the ball to provide opportunity and moments to move it. Okay. So they kind of do that. They add that physical portion of the game. Set pieces you have more control over now because uh, usually you just kind of stand over the ball and it was really hard to figure out how to do things. There's more options to call a second hitter in, hit with a second guy, have the guy do a run over. Just more realistic options of what they actually see, you see doing in modern soccer today. Okay. So uh, another big announcement was the EA Origins, um, allowing indoor dev- they're going to be um, promoting indie developers in EA Origins. So the way I think I understand this is they're not just even promoting indie in, in, in uh, indie uh, uh, games. They're picking a few of them and funding them. That's oh, okay. So they're, so like basically Rocket League, weirdly enough, Rocket League, Dota, uh, there's a few other ones. I just can't remember what they are right now off the top of my head. Minecraft is yeah. one of them. Rocket League, Minecraft, Dota. They have all shown the gaming gaming industry is there's a mass amount of money to be made for a good for for a good game. Yeah, and these little guys have great ideas, but they're just in a basement, two or three guys by themselves working on this project, and you give them a little money and they make a great game because they don't. Sometimes most of them do it for a side project, so. the amount of money that they do is like, oh, they buy an engine and then they work for it on it whenever they have time and then then yeah. they put it on Steam and get massive amount of sales sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's almost in a weird way. It's almost no different than what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not part of a radio station making a podcast with massive advertisements and on the thing because – no, we do this because we like doing it yeah. and we want, we want to bring gaming news and tech news to uh, – for things in our style of what we do. Yep. And that's that's kind of like EA Origin is like, hey, we want to bring your style. We're going to pop some money into it, and we're going to bring it to you with our backing. Yep. And I I think it's awesome. I would like to see more Rocket League. I, I even made fun of it. Mm-hmm. I said, what is this? Is RC cars with boosters and guns? <laughs> Stupid. Who's going to play this junk? And I play it almost every other night. Yep. And it's just, it's such a, it's such a good game, and it's the concept was crazy but you know what you don't have to to you don't it brings competition and people into a game that normal sports people would not play in yep so so yeah with that they're going to be promoting and funding more indie games yeah. which is a good thing because that's needed they also might buy oh uh, yeah they also might buy some rights from indie games and hire the developers and stuff and make it a game too. They announced that too. If they like the ideal and stuff, they will actually buy the IP from the guys. Yeah, but I think they said they were going to buy the IP and the people too. Yeah. And they just basically throw them into a studio with a ton of money and, and mm-hmm. put money onto that project. Yeah. So they announced some more stuff about stars. So 
they're going to add new DLC from all the current Star Wars games. Yeah, actually, the Star Wars announcement I thought was really, eh. Yeah. I felt. Do you feel it was pretty eh? Eh. Yeah, I, I thought there was a great opportunity right here and now to kind of like showcase what's coming out in Battlefront Two. But the thing is, it's so far that it's far enough away that they can go eh. Battlefront Two is coming out this fall. Really? Oh, it, it's a only a year development cycle. No, my bad. That's not this fall. It's two years from now. Yeah, yeah, so. you're right. Yeah, but there is a new Star. They have announced yeah. there's another Star Wars game coming out this fall, yeah. and I was really expecting that to be one of the big announcements. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't. But so they just announced that there's new DLC with everything. Mm. We're gonna come out with the Battlefront two. It's gonna have new characters, new shape, new ships, and VR support. Yeah. They okay. showed they showed a VR support like with an X-wing guy with an X-wing flying it, which pretty cool. I'm gonna say pretty yeah, cool. they're going to add stuff to the Star Wars of Old Republic and add Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes tablet game. Yeah, and they're 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 coming out with a lot of good DLC for the current Battlefront, which I'm thinking about picking up at some point here soon. I'm probably going to pick up the Battlefront. Um, uh, season pass and just get all that DLC with it and play some of it because being able to play as some of the new heroes would be fun. Yeah, it would be. Okay, um, so let's let's get on to the the big old announcement that they talked so much about. Yeah, EA One or Battlefield One. One. They had gameplay footage of even multiplayer ma- uh, match. So they did three multiplayer thirty-two on thirty-two big. Uh, what's it called? Big Map Conquest. Conquest mm-hmm. Big. Conquest Large. That's what yeah, it's called. Conquest Large. Conquest Large. And this is the true Battlefield games. This is game. what the Frostbite engine was made for. Yeah. So, uh, I think one of the first things I noticed right off the bat, it's an EA, or it's not an EA exclusive or a, a Microsoft. It's an EA, it's a first come to Microsoft. Soft. It's first come. Yeah, and you can start playing it early like you could with Battlefront. Um, it's, it's nice that Microsoft still holds the the come force. Yeah. Um, with EA. Yeah, and I've often thought about getting EA access because a lot of sports games, but I'm just like, I don't know what the what is it a year? Is it so? Months? So EA access only allows you like play demos of the game, like gives you a certain amount of hours on the game. No, after a while, so. After they allow you to own it through EA access, access, it's basically like paying a subscription to rent a game. Yeah, and you get access to all their games. Like Titanfall right now is all on EA. You can just play it on EA access. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of the older sports games, after a while, they become available through EA access. Um, so like FIFA right now, Madden, uh, NBA Two K Live or not Live? Is that an EA game? I don't know. Not, yeah. not NBA Two. That's something no, else. That's, um, a, that's Two K. Um, some of their older video games, they're all EA EA access now. Yeah, you don't have to pay anything. They're just like, hey, here's the game. Okay. But, so, bat- let's go back to Battlefront. Yeah, Battlefront, Battlefield, Battlefield. Yeah, Battlefield Battle- One, Battlefront, Battlefield. Come on, Star Wars, real life, minor differences, ish. It's Battle with F. Yeah, <laughs> Battle. Battle, yeah, Battlefield One. All right, so okay. uh, if you have EA access and you buy the game, pre-order the game, 
Yep. You can you can start playing it a whole week early. Yes, and you also get rights to the beta. Yeah, and you you can open test the beta. Mm-hmm. Um, the game looks. Oh, it looks amazing. Yeah, the game looks just amazing. Uh, they they did a. I watched. Did you watch the three thirty two on thirty two? I watched a little bit, but it got boring after a while. Yeah, so I watched an entire match just to watch an entire match to see everything about it. Um, the weapons. And, and it's true, World War II weapons. They're not even trying to say, like, the spy ones. Like, you got... If you're a rifleman, your first off weapon is a bolt-action rifle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't get any... Like, we're going to give you this automatic M1 Grand. But now it kicks like a mule. It, it's oh, yeah. A, it's a beast of a rifle. So it's like two shots or one shot. One shot in the head, two shots normally. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, of course... For a bolt action, it's pretty fast. But you know, if you were fighting for your life, you'd get pretty fast at racking that bolt back and forth. If you knew how, you were trained in the gun, so you know how to use it properly. Yeah. Uh, the they they instead of having an engineer, it's a tanker class now. Okay. So it's kind of dedicated to tank. Like so, unless you're getting into a tank or being around a tank, there's really no point in it. Which is understandable. Yeah, and um, so that's your engineer. So I think it's it's basically I think it's still the engineer class. You're designed to take out vehicles and junk like that, or you know repair vehicles. Yeah. Like you can't repair a vehicle without being a tanker, which was you couldn't repair a vehicle unless you were an engineer. Yeah. yeah. So, so that part of it. Um, did you see the way they spawned? No, I didn't. So the way you spawn in the game is you same way you do. You see the map, you do this, but instead of you, you know, like you pick the spot, and then you just there's kind of like a a nothing screen? Yeah. And then you're, you know, you just mm-hmm. appear Spare somewhere on the map. map. What the map does is you're looking above and you're picking your spot. You pick your spot and you do this. You It you, zooms in? It doesn't even zoom in. It, like, zoom in and rotates and you see it and it's, like, fluid. So you come from the, the map view. You drop down like you're basically parachuting down, but it's really fast. And then you the camera turns sideways, zoom, and now you're in your guy. Okay. So you know exactly where you're at at the beginning. Yeah. You kind of really like you really are pinpointed on it. You know exactly kind of where you are based on you pick this spot and your character just you just so there's not going to be a second to orientate yourself and see where you have to go. Yeah, you basically just kind of like quickly quick orientation. You get to see the map view and how where you're at and you're looking that way. So um, the that that part I thought was really really cool. So yeah, uh. You mentioned to me that there will be able three guns, like two main weapons and then a sidearm. So, it's it was never officially announced. But when you were watching the game, I noticed in the top left-hand corner, it has your, your weapon selection, right? Yeah. So there's one gun, it's primary, another hand, a handgun, and then some other gun. I was like, what is that? Is that a special ability? Is that like, I didn't know what it was. So, I was like, is that a third gun? Do you get an option for a third? It looked like, like a high-end like revolver. Like a high power revolver or something like that as your third gun. So so two uh so like two, two sidearms. Side yeah, two sidearms. Which arms. was normal back then. Was it? Yeah, it was because uh uh of the fault the pistols were a lot more um manufacturable and a lot more stable. So they would arm them with two because the bolt actions would jam after a little while. Okay. So Well and you couldn't reload as fast back mm-hmm. then either, so yeah. having Sorry, I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Now, 
Yeah, I mean, so you know, who knows? Maybe you have a third hand, a second, a two handgun setup. You know, a revolver mm-hmm. and a forty-five or whatever. Yeah, have out there. Um, I like the part. It's all prop planes. That's good. Which is really slow. It would be really slow flying. I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll make it feel fast the way the games is. But you can see that they you could fly those planes because they are slow prop planes, like really low. Oh yeah, like super low. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I mean, even in the maps, like, prop planes will be fast enough with the big maps they hold. Yeah. Yeah, you mean, you'll be fine. Um, you know, the funny part, I, I just thought about this. You know how, like, in Battlefield 4, you have the little bird and the hel- helicopters in there? You won't have to worry about that. No. You just have planes, which will have a hard time shooting you on the ground. And then the only thing you have to worry about now is... Blimps. The blimps. And they went over the mechanic on how the blimp is. the blimp comes in. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're you're at the three quarter mark. Yeah, your team's starting. Your team's on the losing end. Mm-hmm. Your team gets the blimp as kind of a last ditch effort to help turn the tide. So if you're the winning team, you gotta survive basically the blimp rush. Oh, okay. And if you're the losing team, you get the blimp to try to help boost you in the winning. It boosts you in the winning. Yeah. Okay. Which I thought was pretty cool. I was like, all right, that makes it makes it awesome. It's not just something that's brought in by. That uh, what was that stupid thing that they got? The guy that controlled the uh the, the general or whatever. General, yeah, the guy that was on his tablet playing it. Yeah, you can do it from your tablet. You can do it from your Xbox. You can play from your PC. But yeah, it, that was really not that good. Like that, the general guy could drop a supply, or depending on how good your team was doing, if someone. So the thing is that you actually had kill streaks in that game. But the general was the guy that was controlling all the kill streaks. Yeah, and he would drop things for you if you mm-hmm. you know you could request a a mobile mobile drop from your. I think they call them your headquarters. Yeah, from headquarters or whatever, and then they would drop something. Mm-hmm. You could if you had control of the the site with a missile strike, you could missile strike somebody, or try to missile strike somebody. It was kind of like uh, yeah, it was not that well done. Yeah. I think they actually might do something like this again because they mentioned artillery, using artillery in some way. And I think there might be a version of the command control like this again for you to launch artillery strikes and things like that. But I don't know how that's all going to play out. I mean, we won't know all those details until the game actually comes out. Well, that'd be good if, like, there was a guy that could, like, have an artillery strike, like... Once in a while, a guy gets picked on your team to do an artillery strike. Like, where do you want the artillery strike? And call it in. Kind of, kind of like an orbital strike from um, Battlefront. Yeah, but once you once you got that ability built up and all that stuff, is that's part of your character's skill set? I guess would be the proper word. Skill set, or like it picks someone on random in the map, and depending on like assault class or if you had a radio class. Mm-hmm. Like, once in a while, you, you can call in a, a air strike or artillery strike. Like, maybe if you're a squad commander, and that's, yeah. like, one of your... Th- after so many times, you get, like, you get a, you get to be able to call in artillery. Yeah, depending on how your squad is doing. Squad is doing. If it's doing good, bad, or, like, so many points you reach, you get to use... It's, like, one of those things you get to use, and if you do better, you're probably going to get two or three. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but this is all... It's all speculation. Yeah. We're all like kind of guessing at how that's going to work out. 
Uh, I like the part that when you when you were the team and you destroyed the airship, the airship just came down and just blew everything up that was below it. Really? That's good. Yeah, so it just comes down and this massive explosion just happens. And if you're anywhere near it, under it, or around it, you just, you're just you just dead. Well, that, that's normal because it's filled with helium. And once helium ignites, it's a big explosion. Yeah. Well, and the, the part that I liked that was pretty cool about that is... The uh, the uh, it didn't just blow up and you died, and then it kind of didn't, it didn't, it just kind of went away. Mm-hmm. The carcass stays on the ground wherever it's at, and yeah, you have to deal with the carcass, and all the buildings around it just get blown up, too. Okay, so the damp buildings get damaged, the carcass stays there, and now you have extra cover or extra, uh, or or your enemy has cover, your you have cover. You like the, the battlefield just changes immediately as that thing drops. Well, that's how battlefield does stuff, though. Mm-hmm. But you, you've had things where you've had cover get blasted in on some island maps when the ship would get ran to ground in a storm. Yeah. But you've never had things that just, hey, the, the ship just came out of the air and stuck there, and now it's... Cover. Yeah, cover, and it's concealment, and it's a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, but small details that they're adding. They're trying to make a realistic shooter. Yeah, and... Um, I, I'm right now. I'm very excited to play this. Like, I don't even know if I want to buy Call of Duty. I'll, I'll see how it looks. Like, if it turns out to be a flop, nah. Like, yeah. Well, and I know for sure, a hundred percent, I'm buying Battlefield. Mm-hmm. But I, honestly, I cannot right now tell you one way or the other if I will buy. Um. If I will really take the time and effort to buy a Call of Duty. Neither do I. I don't know yet. It depends on how it it gets accepted. Yeah. It, uh, and honestly, like, uh, I kind of started wanting to be more sparing about what games I play. And I want to play, because I want to play games well. A lot of, uh, the one game I do play, I want to play it well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, I, I'll, I'll probably do Battlefront because World War, II, World War I actually excites me as a war game because it's not machine guns bolt actions so it's going to be a whole lot more slower pace yeah well i'm i'm just excited about the part that it's not a near future game or a futuristic or a, a it's, it's we're finally going back yeah we're going back like call of Duty used to do that like yeah well i mean a lot of, a lot of the, when first when first person shooters were introduced to the gaming world it was all world war ii based shooters yep and you know they really beat that horse to the to the ground. Yeah. But and now they're going back to World War One, which is World War One, which has never really been touched a lot. Now. So I, that's kind of good to see. But then you know they're coming back to kind of when wars were trench. Well, that's not even the trenches. They were big scales. Oh yeah. And so that big scale of warfare kind of you feels right in it. Yeah. So I think. Do you have a trench like, like trench diggle class? That'd be cool. I think so because there was there was they were showing melee attacks with an axe. So yeah, you just go up and build a trench. Well, and the other thing is, if you have a uh, rifle with a bayonet on it, and you mm-hmm. run up to someone and bayonet them, they can't counter you. Oh, good. So you could actually still now you can actually front melee people now too because that drives me insane when you couldn't front melee people and call. They, they had the option to counter. Like I dropped in front of you and meleeed you. Like you should have died. Yeah. Well, part of me was like it was cool because it's like you see the guy running and you have a chance at like the melee from behind. I deserve to get melee from behind. Yeah. The melee from the front, I see it coming. I hit the button to counter. 
okay, you know, that's in a real well, hand-to-hand hand combat. Hand I'd have the chance yeah, to counter yeah. and turn it but on. But it should be a lot less time than it was. Yeah, you could. You it was have a second, and you're like, okay. Yeah, I never. After I figured out the mechanic, I never got front melee again. No. Never got it happen to me. Like it should be. It should be like a half a second to a quarter second to hit that button. But yeah, I understand why a bayonet would be an instant one because that involves reach. Yeah, well, there's a few melee weapons that there's built in, like an axe and some of the things where the if you get get hit from the front, you just you can't do nothing about it. Yeah, which I thought was awesome okay mm. now to microsoft oh jeez. hold on you want to take a break yeah okay. wow that's a, that's a long yeah we, we're, we're we're 45 minutes into it and we are not even halfway done wow yeah we're lucky we we'll, good decision about breaking this up in two different pieces oh uh, no if we if we if we were if we went all ea all three days of ea with all the massive conferences we would be at this for this will be a three-hour three, three hour cast. Yeah. No no one wants a three-hour cast. As yep. it is right now, it's probably going to be an hour-and-a-half cast. Yep. So, hey, we're going to take a break. We're going to get some water, and uh, we'll be right back. No. <laughs> we caught that. Oh, we did? <laughs> the go. Okay, good. Hey, record. Whatever. Okay. Right, and we're back. So, we found out one thing. Yeah, I learned how to use my mic now. Actually, yeah. I am blazing loud to these people, I'm pretty sure. So, I'm going to crank myself down just a, t- a tad. Just a tad. Just there you go. There we go. He was talking to the back side of the mic. Yeah, well, I was talking to the f- to the to it from above would be the equivalent. So the mic's apparently supposed to be a vertical mic instead of a forward facing mic. Mm-hmm. And I just discovered that this amazing piece of technology is supposed to kind of not be talked. I guess like a music mic you would think yeah. of, but kind of just sitting there in front of you, and mm. then it you go into it from a certain angle um so now after that fix but sounds a lot better yeah hey yay first quality awesome hold what? on hold on a second the sun just walked in what do you need oh i thought you guys were doing a test run so i was going to grab the extra batteries from... give him the batteries for what batteries for what they say i need extra batteries for the flashlight uh oh for the camping trip tomorrow yeah. All right. Um. What What does your batteries take? Let me go see. All right. Go find us your battery type. I'm gonna leave that in there. I don't care. All right now. All right. Let's move on. Now that the sun's done interrupting us, he won't be. He'll be back in three minutes. Uh, happy Father's Day, everyone. Yep. Yep. All right. So we're we. We we learned we learned a lot of awesome things about EA, and now it's Microsoft. Microsoft. So they announced the Xbox Slim. So look, I kind of want to follow this in the trend of the. Well, you know what? We'll just go through. It. So it's two parts of this. So when they they first started off with a just a clip of the Slim. Yeah. But you don't really know what it is. Okay. You just so it starts the conference off and it's like forty percent smaller, built-in power supply, brand new textured controller, white finish. Don't know if that was really a 4K video display. Da da da. Mm-hmm. Like, there's all this stuff into it, right? But yeah. But and then, and then Phil comes out and he's like, "Oh, that's our that's our new smaller Xbox." Okay, here's Gears of War four, and you're like, "Wait, hold on, Phil, time out." Wait, what? <laughs> you know, yeah. you're like, and it's and it's like, and then at the end of the conference, 
at the very, very end of the conference, he details everything that happened on it. Yeah. And he's back. It ta- Whoa, hold on. That's Throw here. Triple A's. Throw here. Throw here. Oh, it's a oh, it's a bunch of triple A's. Hey, they're in, they're in that box over there. This one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a bunch of them in that box. Do, 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 do. So yeah, it's going to have a built-in power brick. Yeah, hold on. We're just going to wait until this okay. kid leaves. Because he's just making a ton of noise. It sounds like... It's oh. just I'm just going to leave with the entire Uh-huh. Remember, you're supposed to be a guest? No, don't remember. It's the middle of the podcast now. I thought you forgot. No. No. I'll let you forget. You forgot. You just... now. Some Father's Day gift you have for me. You lost. Do you want me in it? No, not really. See? <laughs> <laughs> Happy Father's Day. <laughs> he just yeah. tore that one on you like a champ. Get lost. Hey, shut the door. Shut the door. Stop oh. thumbs upping me and shut the door. Damn, that breeze felt good. This thing becomes a sweat box when we start this cast up. Oh, yeah. Because we have to close the windows because the noise from the street well we'll close the window for the noise of the street and then we have to i mean i'd be pumping air in here with the fan mm-hmm. plus we're in here with like two computers which are high-end gaming computers and then uh the soundboard my tv and us you know uh, and then uh 10 by 10 room no it's nine by nine room isn't it i, I no it's 10 by 10 actually okay. 10 by 10 it's it's a little bigger it's a pretty good size room so all right well moving on with that whole disaster i'm pretty sure i'll just put that in the I'll probably put that in the, the afterwards. The words, yeah, the, the cutscenes. Okay, so the power brick it, it's built in. Yeah, Phil. Yeah, that's how Phil does stuff. It's like he lets the scream and then moves on. And right, that's how Phil does stuff. Uh, he just lets it go on the screen and then talks about it later. Yeah, kind of like you get, get you like, what is this? What is this? What just happened? And then you're like, well, I kind of. Yeah, one yeah. of the bigger announcements. The bigger announcements tease in in Lego on the way back. Yeah, and then catch it on the back end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what, though? Uh, there there are some stuff I really like. Two terabyte storage. Awesome. Yep. Uh, uh, the controller and everything comes in with an IR, built-in IR, which I thought was interesting. Because does that mean you no longer need to connect with this ter- version of the Xbox to control your TV? That could be true. And the controller is coming with a built IR now too. Mm-hmm. So can I use my controller to control my TV? Are yeah. they going to put put built-in functions? Like I'll buy a new controller just for that. Oh yeah. If the, the controller, I turn the controller on, it controls my TV. Yeah, that would be nice, especially in my room. Yeah, just hit some. You know, if you're just using TV functions, you can hit a button and turn the volume up. If you're watching Netflix and you just the D-pad really doesn't do anything. It's the same thing as the. Or they have dedicated controls like where the old on the Duke controls in the first, uh, original Xbox, where the black and red buttons were. Yeah, well, where you can you can do something. There's there's lots of options to add volume control for while you're mo- watching movies and on the inside of the handle where you never grab. Oh, like down in here. Yeah. Or yeah. Up on top, right there. Like even look at it. Yeah. Well, and. But like, let's say you're watching a video thing streaming, and you mm-hmm. decide to hit the start button on a Netflix or something like that. But the D-pad is really not used. You use it yep. for navigation. You use the right D-pad. So let's say that you do it just straight right D-pad, right D-pad. 
this is backwards, forwards. When you go left and right, you mm-hmm. go backwards and forwards, and that's how you navigate fast forwarding. So now if you go up, now your volume is going up. But I was talking about just uh, just a button on the control itself to go volume up, volume down. Yeah, you know what? And they that would be awesome. Like if it was like right, like, to like control, right here, like gaming, like, like right down the center. Yeah, because I love I I like action in some games are really loud, and the cutscenes very quiet. No, oh, it's just a quick off. Yeah, and it turns your TV up. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I I think did they announce too? I don't know if they announced it too. No, they did. You no longer need your connect for voice commands. Yeah, they did. So that is super awesome. I was yep. super excited about that. You know, just be able to talk to my mic and actually use voice commands. Like, why hasn't it been able to do that this entire time? Yeah, and then they also said that the more powerful ones going to be coming out later. Yeah, I was going to end with that. Yeah. But okay, so yeah, they announced that they're they, they kind of that was an actual true true tease video, mm-hmm. and it's like the highest graphics. So apparently they they're putting we at least know it's getting a, a graphics card upgrade. Yep, I'm assuming it's going to come with a RAM and CPU upgrade at the same time. It has to. Um, so my guess would be if I think about just general specs, high end graphics card, 16 gigs of RAM is what I would expect to come out of it, and the CPU will probably be a little bit higher. They can't go too much up in that one. So way higher GPU, 16 gigs of RAM, two to four terabyte drive, probably three is what I'll probably come out with is a three terabyte drive. And maybe, here's a question, here's another one, possibly a solid state drive? Uh, I wouldn't think so. Like, there's no reason to really have a solid state drive. Maybe. If they're doing to run the OS, they might have a solid state drive to do the OS. Yeah, just a quicker plot place to access. Me- like, so your game, your game, your operating system, and your game, your operating system, and your currently played game is loaded to your solid state drive, and then your hard drive is used like an external drive with just massive storage on it. Yeah, that could be good. Like, you have like three or four games that you played recently, and it moves back and forth. Uh, they also announced um, uh, instant music play. Okay, with the new with the consoles, it's like, hey, you can now listen to music again while you play, like you could on the 360. So that's going to be great for a podcast. Yeah, and uh, I hope they, I hope they bring an actual podcast app like they used to have mm-hmm. on the 362, so you could like listen to. Here, I'm going to stream and listen to. Um, the Ed and Tom show, since we haven't talked about, you know, yeah, or those Nallen brothers or whatever. You know, just one of your favorite podcasts while you're playing your game. And especially like something like The Division, where it's not really story intensive. It's story intensive enough, but if you're doing things like just collecting uh, echoes. So and just doing uh, side missions. Side missions or encounters or things like yeah. that where you don't really need to know. Or you're at the point where you're grinding. Yeah, Dark Zone. Dark Zone's a great spot. You don't really oh, know yeah. story, story mode stuff for Dark Zone, so you can just be listening to podcasts or something in the background. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Okay, now, Gears of War. So, this is going to be an exclusive Xbox One, Xbox uh, Microsoft. Microsoft. Yes, and it is co-op. Yeah, well, uh, as we go through this, um, I'm going to point out a, a massive theme that I saw in xbox's um show yep almost every single game they announced or had on their floor had a co-op ability yep 
and in reality, almost every game that was announced flat out had a co-op ability. It's um, it is finally becoming a trend, which is a good thing because co-op for me and you is how we'll play a game. We we force look if it's co-op. Yeah, if it's not, it's like almost a deciding factor if we buy it or don't. Yeah, like I might buy a co-op game that's a game that's not co-op, like Dark Souls Three, but I've invested so much time in Dark Souls One and Two that I play Dark Souls Three, and even truly, we can do it co-op. Yeah, I mean, I can play in your game, you can play in my game. I yeah. we just, I mean, I guess you bought us, you bought the digital copy. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I could actually just go through and play. I'm not mm. going to because I don't want to. I'm so far behind in other games. Yeah. That I'm probably not going to get into. And I'd rather, if I'm going to play with you, I'd rather go throw on some Dying Light. Yeah, and Splinter Cell. Yes, Dying Light, Splinter Cell, um, Division, Call of Duty. Uh, you know, that's one thing we could do. I just thought that. one thing we do with Ed and Tom. They both, they all play zombies. Oh yeah, we could have a. Do they do competitive zombies? I don't know. We should throw the challenge. I, th- I think they can. We should look that up. Yeah, because they they did they did in Black Ops too. They had competitive oh, yeah. zombies. zombies. You didn't kill each other. You just competed against each other. Yep. We should do that. Competitive uh, zombie that, match. That might be. That might be bad news. It'd be a lot more fun, and oh, it yeah. would be fair. Yeah. Ed, that's all it does is play zombies. Yeah, that's true. So. Why not? Yeah. Play them in competitive zombies. We need to set that up so we can play against them. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I don't know. I think they run scared. They got so scared last week that they didn't want to talk trash. They deleted their podcast and didn't put anything out. I know. Oh, it's like that scared. That was my Thursday afternoon too. They like disappointed me. That's uh, what I listened to on Thursday. I have no. They he mentioned it in their little father. You see, they put out a little father daughter. They had three generation podcast. They had no. done why uh, Grandpa Tucker was in town. No, I did not. I, I listened to it. It's actually pretty. It was pretty cool. He had his daughter and his grand his uh, dad on at the same time. And it's just Ed. It's just mm-hmm. Ed and the family, and they're talking about like what his dad had done done yeah yeah okay well i'm getting way off track yeah you go <laughs> but it was it was cool yeah That's- so gears of war uh it's going to be co-op it's microsoft exclusive um crap it's going to be class platform too right isn't it is yes anything that's microsoft exclusive comes out so if you buy so for instance we're i don't know how this will work in our little way of doing things with the xbox but like let's say i buy let's say i buy forza horizons 3 mm-hmm um, I I can play it on my PC, yeah, and my I can install it on both, and I can play it on both. And so, like, let's say I'm, I take my PC with me to work, and I want to yeah. put an hour in on it at work or at, during my lunch break. Okay, so they do. So they go and have cloud storage, which they always do for Xbox One. Yeah, but the big thing is my game and everything else will immediately. My character in game, which is on my PC, will is be the same. Across the board. Cloud storage, which they already do on Xbox. Yeah, but it's not going to be like ran through Steam or whatever. Yeah. It's going to be straight Xbox Live. They said you'll be able to talk to people on your PCs through the Xbox Live thing. Oh, yeah, which they already have stuff for that. Well, have you been able to party up with someone on their PC? Well, not through... um, uh, Let me say this. Uh, Not through um, Rocket League, but I used to do that on... um, my uh, when I was playing Dark Souls on my PC because it ran a uh, Xbox Three emulator. You know what I should do? Should Xbox talk to, should talk to Ben. You see if he can open up Rocket League inside of Xbox, the Xbox app on the computer. Maybe. So okay, that's a whole other thing. Uh, 
But yeah, it's co-op. They showed some gameplay. It still had that Gears of War very linear feel to it. Which is normal. I, I really like the weapons in it and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and they sh- they showed off a lot of the, the mechanics, the the new meleeing stuff. There's some new melee techniques versus just the, the saw technique, which they showed the saw technique off too, but there's other melee options out there. Good. Um, uh, they, sh- they showed off a, some of the movement pieces, which still look pretty smooth, but pretty similar to uh, Gears of War 3. Nothing, I wasn't blown away by it. It was yeah. awesome, but I wasn't super like, oh yeah, that makes me want to play this game a ton. Yeah, it, the co-op factor and the good storylines, what I want, want out of it. Yeah, well, and seeing the co-op factor of that, was, or the, the storyline, and the storyline's pretty cool, because they're going after her mother. Oh, really? Yeah, that, that oh, was okay. part of the they're, 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 they're somebody trying to ca- save uh, her mother. It's like a father-daughter mother combo saying, saving the mom and wife. Oh, okay. I think that was a storyline setup. Okay, so it's going to be released October 11th. Another thing that we have to put on a ball for fall releases. I I think I'm going to let this one slide into wait until it comes on sale department. Okay, that's no problem. Because I, I just, in the October range, I'd be, I'm not, I'm going to buy Battlefield 1. I'm going to buy it when it's released. Battlefield 1. Um, But I just don't. I think I could let Gears of War four yeah. drop into the summer on sale for thirty twenty bucks or something like That's, that later. We already like four co op games behind already. Yeah, and I mean just another single player one to come in on top of it. Meh, I'm kind of like I'm I want I kind of want to wait. I'm gonna wait. I want to buy that one when it's later. Yeah. Okay. So Kill Instinct. If you're into fighting games, it looks pretty cool. I wasn't blown away by it though. Yeah, it looks. Eh. And it was kind of like it was just like we're bringing new stuff out to Killer Instincts, but the game's already out. Yeah. So I was kind of like, okay, cool. You're bringing new stuff. They're bringing out. They're bringing like, out. Like, they followed that because of Gears of War. They're yeah. bringing out Gears of War characters. Yeah, that's a minute. It was really. It was yeah. like meh. Okay. Uh, now here's this is cool. Uh, Forza Horizon Three. Mm-hmm. So um, did you see much of this? No. Uh, yeah, I did. I watched that one. Okay. So. What do you think about it? Uh, it's a race. I, I wasn't too excited about it because it's it's not my cup of tea. Okay, so, but even some of the, so, what do you think about the way some of the other stuff they brought into it though? That the co op campaign in it that excites me because a racing game co op campaign. Yeah. So, I mean. It's open world. It's yeah. all of Australia. Mm-hmm. That's the part of it is it's not just a racing game, though. It's kind of like... It's not just like... It is a it is a racing game, yeah. but the racing game has a lot of variety to it. You yeah. got a lot of off-roading, mudding, road racing, track racing, actual like variety, and it's open... Yeah. It's kind of open world. The part, Yeah, parts you could race the storyline it's not really a storyline it's kind of like you drive to this race and then you race it and you unlock portions of the world as you race those yeah things but you can drive through it mm-hmm. what i i found really cool is what they call the the seamless join mm-hmm. where you don't go to a loading screen your buddy goes to a loading screen you don't go if they're joining in on your game they're just they're driving along it loads you in the background and the next thing you know you're just boom you're next you're in the world but you're in the world in the same. You're basically in the world, and now your games sync. Mm-hmm. 
and you're in the world where you are at, and now you it said it gives you a little notification. Now you're in you're in with your buddy's game. Okay. But you gotta jo- still drive and join him. You don't load in next to him. You're still in the world where you were just at. Oh, that's good. And then you're like, "Hey, I'll meet up with you here." And then we're gonna do this together. Okay. And we're gonna do it. And he has his car. You have your cars. You, you you can get new cars and do all that other stuff. But it was all they they advertised it as being seamless. And then when you get into a race, you don't compete against each other. So let's say there's four of us. We're gonna re- race with each other against another team. And now we're gonna try to beat the team. And co-op our way to the races now yeah which i thought was awesome mm-hmm. so we score record uh, we call um it's, it's a new ip we'll we'll see how it turns out it was just announcement of it too, yeah so. and it was kind of a quick trailer i couldn't I, I didn't really get a concept of it really um i couldn't tell a lot about the game i didn't watch any of the gameplay footage for it i mean it didn't look it just didn't look exciting to me Really wasn't all that juiced up about having it. It looked like it was something I'd be like, "Oh, I'm really excited. Go out and give this one a try." Yeah. So, yeah, not too much to say about that. Final Fantasy 15, though. No, this is big. Oh yeah, that it getting announced for Xbox One. Well, uh, getting announced for Xbox One and on the Xbox One stage. Yes. That that's nothing that they have. It's always been a PlayStation title since for a while for a long long time it was a playstation exclusive and only a playstation exclusive there for a long time it was a playstation exclusive and only in japan yep so the part this is this was being played and announced on the xbox one at microsoft's convention or uh it's not Uh, called convention it's called presentation conference the xbox yeah the xbox conference um was huge and um it's i noticed that one thing is about the last time i saw a final fantasy it was you had your dudes that you had your four guys in your team that you're playing with and you're controlling Mm. and you kind of stand face to face with whatever guy you're playing and you i'm gonna do this yeah and it does it and then the other guys they do this and it does that and it takes points from you and you have your points so it's tone based uh when you're in a fight it's a tone based thing and yeah. Well, yeah. In this game, mm-hmm. when they showed it here. Yeah. I don't think it was real true turn based anymore. So he was running around and avoiding the attacks. Really? From the bosses. And he was jumping away from attacks. Some of them he couldn't get away from. It was like, yeah. I think you just couldn't do. They were designed, you were going to take a hit no matter what. But he was running back and forth, and it seemed like it was free. It wasn't like just a solid camera in the back, and your guys do stuff. He was moving and had to turn and aim and activate his abilities and his his thing at see, the same time yeah this this final fantasy if they move towards like a dark souls like you see dark souls uh gameplay that done, yeah like doing that towards fights that'd be so much and that's exactly what it looked like yeah that would be great and it, it still kind of had that turn-based feel to it i think they try to keep to that origin mm-hmm. but it was kind of like the division in where you had to wait for your ability to build up yeah and you got to use it, but you had to aim it and still do things right mm-hmm. with it. And then you got hit points for it, and you had hit points and all that stuff. Okay. That, like, I've tried 13, didn't get quite into it, but I'm going to try it again because, like, I like the story behind it. It's The story and the animation are usually really just 
big. Mm-hmm. So I think it will be. It, the story will always be big. Yeah. And so, if they can add better gameplay and on top of a big cinematic or cinematic presentation that they always have, I, the the game could be huge. Yeah. I think the game could have a, has a lot of great potential. Yep. Okay. So the Vision Force DLC. So they mean nothing great. Like uh, they're called the Underground of New York. Uh, it's coming out June twenty eighth. Um, just right after I get back to school. Oh, you, you do? Yeah, that sucks. Well, I mean, I will be. Well, we're gonna be like a couple of days after that. We're we're doing. We're gonna take a break. Yeah. A week, a week, a week off, and we're going to basically a family reunion. Mm-hmm. Well, family can't hang out. Yeah, it's it's my it's about the closest thing to a family reunion we have. Yeah, that's true. Um, we've talked about this. Do going to be new weapons, new place to play? Yeah, so it looks like you're gonna kind of get to under explore. Looks like the first expansion. They're just they're bringing in all the. There's a lot of tunnels you can go into right now in the division, but you really don't know what. There's a couple missions that you go down into the tunnels. Well, New York has a big subway. There's a big so sub. A, there's a big underground portion of it, and it looks like you go into that actual underground as controlled and try to weed that out mm-hmm. and there's some great games that you go into the substations but you don't yeah. like go digging into the, the tunnels itself tunnels like stealth like during this outbreak i would definitely if i'm in new york i would go underground it makes sense yeah i mean why fight everything above you yeah so, get away from it yeah i'd either go high or i'd go low mm-hmm. but i would definitely find a way to choke choke off but i would, I would rather go underground because you always can go upwards Heading downwards is a pinch point. Well, underground's a bit of a pinch point, but you have a little more freedom of movement yeah. left and you know, ver- or not vertically, but uh, horizontally. horizontally. Yeah. So I, I'm, a, I'm curious to see how they they bring this into and what they're going to bring out in the game. We know there's going to be more loot drops, more this. They will they raise the level cap. I hope so. I uh, yeah, I kind of hope they bring it to about thirty five, forty, ten levels would be nice. Uh. I don't think ten levels. Mm, okay. I think well, I think what they'll do is they'll increment it in four or three at a time. Okay. Because you don't want to, you don't want to force your gaming base to grind ten more levels out before they start scoring again. Get their score caps up. That's again. true. Uh, yeah. So five more levels, maybe. Yeah. Well, I think five would be right because then you, if you do four DLC drops, you're looking at ending at forty-five. Yeah. After we got all done with all the main missions and most of the encounters, we'll we reach level thirty. So. Yeah. And we're still not done with all the side missions and everything yeah, else. So. so, I think we have an opportunity. It will, it will be good. Mm-hmm. So, Xbox Live, uh, servers all over the world, Rocket League. Yeah. So, I yeah, I kind of just I'm taking notes of it. So, they they announced Xbox Live is expanding. So instead of having a centralized set of the servers here in Redmond, and I think they have another set in the East Coast. Yeah, they have a there's a set in Redmond. Uh, they have a set in I think it's. The middle of the state. I don't remember if it's Colorado or if it's it, probably Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas. Uh, and then they have the one in New York. Or is it Boston? Boston. So what they are they announced is they're going to put server farms that sync with each other. One, all over the nation and all over the world. So they're just basically going to do a massive server uh, upgrade. So it's addition additions to their to the to the Microsoft world. Microsoft environment. So you no longer have to, let's say you're coming in from your uh, Florida. 
Florida is a good example right now. Or even Los Angeles. Yeah. One of those locations where it's still a, it's a massive user base. Yep. But the nearest server is a Red, couple, Red a Min. thousand miles away. Yeah. Which latency problems could cause you issues with connecting to games, getting authentication, and other problems that come across with it. So what they're doing is they're providing more regionally based servers. That, and servers to server connections are a lot faster than user to server connections. Well, because you can have a higher priority for them. Well, and you can you're actually offloading the load on all those servers to, uh, you're off if offloading that load of that servers to local bases, so you don't yep. need to have as massive power server servers. The servers don't have to be as mm-hmm. powerful, and you can choose replication when you want to replicate. They'll probably yep. try to do real world re- replication. They'll rep- re- replicate as they go. Yep. But now instead of you. That location is feeding probably a couple million connections into it at a time, and needing to have that infrastructure and things like that to do it. It's only going to have a couple hundred thousand mm-hmm. at each location feeding into it, and then one massive link between each other mm-hmm. linking. Yeah, and they'll probably be, they'll probably be master servers that kind of make sure all that stuff syncing and all that stuff happens. So that's all yeah. part of the cloud computing environment and how that all changes over. Yep, a very fun world to be in. Yep, but uh, they're uh, they uh, they did they did give props to Cro- they basically um, Phil came out there and yeah. said Rocket League it drove the industry to cross platform play. Yep, and we want to be on the f- forefront of that, which is a very good thing to say because I mean class cross platform playing it, it it can be done now. It's not like the old Xbox. Is when the computing power of a computer was so much higher than a the old Xbox. Well, and the part I like about this is why when I'm playing a game like let's say Call of Duty, which is very very competitive based, mm-hmm. Madden, FIFA, um, uh, not not even necessarily the division because that's really co op based. Yeah, but why can't I play against the user bases of at least the PlayStation Four? Yeah. PlayStation 4 would be great. Playing against your company, company uh, competitors. Yeah, well, and in reality, I don't even care if I necessarily can party with them and play with them. Mm-hmm. But the part that, that now my competitive base is no longer limited to my console. Yeah. That is, that's huge. That opens up so much more um, users uh, to play against. It opens up a lot more f- players on Sony games like well, it it opens up the opportunity for more chances to play in those games mm-hmm. because now you're you're not being punished with um console choice yep um which i think is it's where the gaming industry needs to go okay yeah so um they uh cortana's coming out to background music and cortana yeah uh, and also language independence to base not based off your region Okay. So you know, usually you pick your region and your your language be based off of that region. So now you can pick a region and then pick your language now. Too. Okay. So it's small updates. Kind of, so some all, small updates. Um, they introduce this thing called uh, clubs and groups. Okay. So let's say I'm a we like we used to be big Call of Duty guys, right? Yep. We'd have hard times finding. Sometimes we'd have hard times finding people to play Call of Duty with. Yeah. So you could join the 
Call of Duty Hardcore Team Deathmatch group. And now you have an instant friends base that you can go join games on and play because you have that in common with each other. Yep. So we all play Division. I can join the Division group. So it's making a cl- it's making a group of people that you can play with. Yeah, just kind of like a social group that you can play with, and then you can walk in there and see who's playing on that, and then join them in those games, mm-hmm. and not just play based on the game friends you already have. Like so, let's say you and me are the only two people that play Battlefield uh, One together coming up this yeah. fall. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some more of it, but I can go join the Battlefield One group and find like-minded guys who are playing Battlefield One and say, hey. Do do two or three of you, you know, send a message. We out can get a squad going. Yeah, we get, let's get a squad going together and have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like that. Um, and then updates to Minecraft going to be cross platforms, which is okay. Yeah, they have they on an iPad. Like Minecraft isn't too much uh, CPU intensive. It is running off Java, which means that there is a uh, garbage collector which has to run once in a while, so your computer will lag. Um, but that's going into the programming side. Um, yeah, but they announced it's going to... They, they showed actual gameplay. They said they can do this now. Yeah. But they showed a guy... They showed someone playing on their, their iPad, someone playing on their PC, and someone playing on their Xbox One, and they were all part, partied up together. Yep. And they made it sound like you talked to each other through the game, too. Which is possible because you have the smart, uh, smart app on each of your devices. Yeah. And how they how they integrated it is, will be awesome. Yep. Uh, Minecraft also getting VR. Which is something actually Minecraft can do, yeah. like how it's made. Which this is this is I don't know if this was an oversight or if it's actually part of the game or how they looked at. It. But he's like Phil, Phil, or there's Phil or somebody announced. It's like, hey, we're doing Minecraft on VR through Oculus, right? Really? They said Oculus. They said Oculus, right? And so you get they they show a close up of the guy on the VR and it's a Samsung Gear. <laughs> it's a Samsung Gear because he's sitting there with a the phone in it and you can see. The, the Samsung. The, no, no, no. You the, you can see the tag that's on the phone tag on the back of the that's on the back of every Samsung. He yeah. was playing on an S7 Edge. Wow. So he had S7 Edge clipped into his gear, his Gear VR, and you're like, oh, I know this is, it's a show, guys, and I don't even care if you're really playing with each other and it's just all recorded video and you're making, making the act out of it. But come on, at least give the details and put an actual Oculus headset out there. Yeah. Wow, okay. But yeah, I can see Oculus and uh, Xbox um, gearing up because Oculus already has Xbox controllers. They already have a partnership with Xbox. Yeah, Oculus has a partnership with Xbox and PC. Mm-hmm. Um, I... And that, and that's the big reason the new the new Xbox that the they called it what, what was the code name on it I have it on here at the bottom Scorpion Scorpio Scorpio yeah yeah so the Scorpio project is a uh, um is kind of is coming out is because that the Oculus gaming or VR gaming is kind of driven by that and Oculus is part of that part of that with Microsoft okay. now is there where they're they're kind of merging yeah. So, uh, big announcement for the X... Well, not big. Uh, they're making it more indie-friendly to put um, X- indie games onto the Xbox. Well, they've already been pretty indie-friendly. Mm-hmm. They just brought back their... They're bringing back the... They call it the... The... Summer of Gaming one year and something else this yeah. last year. They're just basically bringing it back in the summer. Hey, we're going to bring... Yeah. We're going to showcase and bring back a bunch of... Um, indie titles. Indie titles for you to play. Like, Limbo is now free right now. 
a ton more. They're going to be sponsoring more indie games. Uh, like, uh, only there's only one that really caught my eye. I caught my ears when they were announcing the list of them, yep. and that's the DayZ. So I'm wondering if that's going to be like the DayZ mm-hmm. mod for the PC, the zombie survival game. There's actually a Arma D- three. There's actually a DayZ game now. But is it all still based off the Arma three? No, or it's, Arma two. It's its own. Um, it's an its own game. It's not. It's a mod anymore. Well, I know it's not a. It's not its own game, but is it still like what the mod yeah, it was. W- was? It's like how the mod was. So it's just the mod that it took off, and now they yeah. made it its own game. Yeah. Okay. But so they they said Daisy was one of the ones coming out. I was actually pretty excited about that. Ark is a lot better than Daisy. What? Ark is a lot better than Daisy because it Ark is like, uh, it's like Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, there's uh, dinosaurs roaming all around, and you you start off with nothing, and you just try to. You can tame dinosaurs and stuff like that and ride on them. Oh, that's that's wacky. That's yeah. actually pretty cool. All right, so um, yeah, but that I mean that it was good to see that they're the, mm-hmm. again the little guys getting a little play. Yeah, I mean indie developers in the gaming world is how it started off, how games started off. I mean, look at Nintendo. I mean, it's just a stupid yeah. little eight bit game that mm-hmm. didn't go anywhere. I mean, it was just kind of like ran around a screen and jumped up and down and did stuff you know, like that and then it, it became a little bigger and a little better and a little bigger and a little better and after a lot 30 longer. years later now we're playing it has its own console yeah we're playing 50 gigabyte games with their with um 20 40 hour gameplays and massive power behind them massive storylines like a whole tv series built into a game yep with quantum break with real actors and you know, it's just it's gone from this little thing to a massive done. Yeah. Um. Okay. Clint Wit. Quit. I don't even know what it is. Oh, oh, it's the card game inside of Witcher Three. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're bringing it out as a full blown game. I think they announced it at thirty dollars too. Wow. Yeah. I I don't know if it's gonna really be thirty dollars. I think it'll be like. Probably one of those free for play, free to play games, and then you buy packs, okay. have cards, things, yeah. stuff, things like. But apparently, people that play Witcher, um, which I mean, Ed, if you want to tell us about this, if uh, I would like to know because he's played all the Witcher game. Yeah. He's played the Witcher game, a Witcher three. You know, is this this card game is really is this something to be excited about? Yeah, like Witcher is one of the games I have on backlog that I'm hopefully going to get through done through the summer. But maybe, yeah. maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, but so it's the Witcher card game. You'd like go into the bars or whatever and play this. Mm-hmm. And you, there was, it was like a mini game inside the game. And they said, apparently people were like demanding that it come out as a full blown game. And that's what they announced. It's, it's okay. a full blown card game that you can purchase and play. If you get enough people to now want it, you might as well make it. Yeah. You probably, you probably got the most, they got the concept of the game and most of the mechanics done already. I mean, porting it out. Porting it out of all the already built game, probably that was the hardest part to do it. No, that would have been super easy. Yeah, probably because it's just subroutine. Uh, it's probably a subclass, yeah. Subclass, subroutine, however yeah. you, that program, I mean, they call them sub, not subroutines, sub, sub components or something when I was programming. I'm sure it's called something different it's now. It's called classes. Classes? Now. Subclass? Yeah. Like you have a gameplay, it's class is what a, it's an object. Yeah. Just an object? Yeah. Okay. It's so, easy. Yeah. So you just pull that object out, form things around it, mm-hmm. and then make it the concept, the core portion of the game. Yeah. That's pretty cool. 
the next thing they moved on to was Tek- Tekken Save uh, Seven. Tekken Seven. Yeah. Fighting game. Same old, same old. I yeah. wasn't really too impressed with this. Dead Rising Four. Yeah. Now that looked so cool. Oh yeah. Dead Rising Three was the Xbox One launch title. Yep. And that actually showed how powerful the Xbox One and PC, uh, PlayStation Four was. So that was like rise. Yes. Any time a new console comes out, usually they are graphic intensive. They just look amazing. But the game's kind of. Eh. It w- No, it was better than uh, because those people that made it did Dead Rising one and two, and Rise was eh. Rise had a good storyline, but it should wrapped up sooner. They have good gameplay mechanics to get it through. Yeah, it was, it was. It got boring. Yeah. Um, but Dead Rising has always been a fun game. The thing that they had, it had so many zombies. Uh, because Dead Rising 2, you only could have certain amount of zombies on the thing. And Dead Rising 3, they had a ton of zombies. Like, you could run over thousands and thousands of zombies. Yeah, and so I was on, I was watching an interview with these guys, with them after right after the announcement mm-hmm. of of Dead Rising Four, and they they asked them, so how many zombies can you have on a uh, active in the game right now? And the the guy, the publisher, the the programmer, the lead programmer said, I can't give you a number. It's upwards of ten thousand. Wow, you know, and he said he's like, or thou, he said thousands. Yeah. He said, "He says it's over thousands. He said thousands of them, and he's like, but I don't know what that exact number is. We don't know what it is. That's so when you have a programmer who just has zombies, so many zombies out there that he doesn't even know how many he can keep on a map at one time. Yeah, that's it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's like, and you watch yeah. the gameplay footage. That's he, so many objects moving. Well, and there was never a time where the zombies weren't just hundreds of them surrounding mm-hmm. him. Yeah." But then that gave them the opportunity to just have ridiculous moves. Like, did yeah. you see some of the stuff they did? Yeah, it was just, wow. Yeah. And then the little exosuit they has on, and then oh, he, yeah. like, he pulls out a, he pulls out, like, a, a meter, a meter made, a meter, a, meter, a telemeter, and he pulls it out, cement block and all, and just starts smashing Smashing's zombies. Yeah. Uh, did this one, I don't see this one being co-op, but most of them have been co-op. I, I, I don't think I said it was co-op. I don't. Don't think I remember them saying. I do. I thought. I think I heard them say it, but I'm not sure. Okay. Because some of the. I think the older Dead Rising was co-op. Dead Rising Two was co-op, and Dead Rising One was co-op. Dead Rising Three was co-op too, wasn't yeah, it? I think so. So I don't think they get away from that trend. Yeah. I don't think there was a single game that wasn't co-op in that was announced for an Xbox One. Now, Scalebound, I'm excited for because I saw like some links. Uh, you had a flub about this game. That you're thinking about, but you think about some other game, and I looked into it some more. It's like it's the dragons and stuff like that. It's a fantasy game, but this is something I want to play. Well, I think you're more excited about that because you've played um, Dragon Age. Yeah, kind of like Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. I was, I actually got the gameplay footage on. It. Just really turned me off. Really? Yeah. Well, because so they brought in a Japanese director. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and you can see his influence into the game. Quick, cheesy one-liners. Yeah. Uh, and they were so stupid. They weren't even funny. And he's like, we're going up. Moving us. 
attack that you know you know like just those little like little things yeah. you would hear like usually they're game cubes mm-hmm. like you can do this right now but if you're not looking at the your target at the moment but there's some of them were just so like i'm jumping already i know i'm jumping up and getting on my dragon why do you need to tell me about it too uh, okay yeah yeah and that stuff just that bugs me and that's a, that's a pretty common theme you see in japanese based games yeah and the other thing is the characters look just looks like a little sissy teen bop boy, you know, from a music band or something. Mm-hmm. He has headphones on, and just, what is going on? You're like, uh, you look like a 15 year old kid who's trying to make a fashion statement. I just want to slap the tar out of, like, yeah, no, like, why? Okay, let's stop going to that one in the ground. Now, Sea of Thieves. What, what are we? How much time are we at? I don't know. You're supposed to keep track of that. Oh, geez, we're on an hour 30 minutes. <laughs> Okay, we only like have five more to- uh, topics to talk about. Well, we still have to talk about. We, we actually watched two episodes of a uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah, we'll yeah, go through those. We'll go through those fast. Okay. All right, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, another co-op game. Yes. Oh, it looks so good. So, this is another interesting game. Like the concepts of it, it's like. So it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I was thinking Sea of Thieves. Like, I'm thinking, like, a bunch of darkish pirate things, and you've got to conduct these missions. And then I go and watch it, and it's just like, hey, let's jump in. Hey, you, you're in this boat? Yeah, we're on this island. Let's jump in this boat together. And then let's go create warfare on a, on a, on a, in the open world and do this one little thing and try to get to this mission and do this stuff and then fight each other or not fight each other. You could do just stuff. Mm-hmm. Just seemed kind of seemed like... The way they described the game, it just seemed like, yeah, the ship. But the cool part is, is so you got a guy driving the ship. Mm-hmm. You got a guy who's got to release all the sails. Yep. You have to guy. So you have to operate the ship as a team because it's strictly co-op. Yep. So you ha- you can't just go on there and like, hey, I'm going to play by myself. Well, you can't like let's say let's take Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah. You can you jump on the ship, you you steer the ship, but you basically give orders for your AI crew to execute. Yep. In this case, your AI crew doesn't there's no AI crew. You have to get a real crew, living people to execute what you want them to do and you have to talk to each other and do it at the same time. So you can't even have like two people play it. It has to be lots multiple people. Yeah. Like four. I think teams of four. Wow. So Let's say I you need more speed. Mm-hmm. Someone has to go to the sails and actually release the sails. You need to fire broadside cannons. Someone has to run to the cannons and fire the broadside cannons. Well, it it's interesting concept, but I wish there was an AI like for me and you to play it and AI control like over some of the stuff. Yeah, so I that that's that's true though. Like go over some of the stuff, but I'd have to say that, like, I like the idea that they're trying to bring that in mm-hmm. and facilitate that because I think what they're trying to do is bring an interesting game that's fun to play, but not for the hardcore user. Yep, that could be true. Hey, we're we're gonna present an online way for someone like my wife to play. Yeah, be fun. Now, State of Decay two. I played State of K one. I played liked, one. Yeah, was it free for gold at one point? No. Yeah, it was probably at some point. Right. Uh, but I bought it long, long time ago. Um, was that one co op too? Yeah, that one. No, maybe. 
I didn't have anybody to play co-op with because you were down in Korea at the time. Oh, okay. Uh, so, um, it's a very fun game. It's actually very hard because you have a stand man- management and you can be overrun by zombies really quickly. Mm-hmm. So that's something that never goes away. It's kind of like Dying Light. Yes, but third person. Yeah, okay, okay, I got you. Which I think Dying Light could have actually done better as a third person. I like the fourth person aspect to it, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, it's not really... Uh, not, the State of Decay is not really more of a climb over stuff and stuff. You really need, for Dying Light to work, you need been Force Person to do that whole fast action running thing. How they did it. Yeah, like the, the Mirror Edge type of feel to yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's different because it's harder to play as a first person because you don't get to see someone coming from behind you like you would in a third person view. Yes, but that's something they wanted. Yeah, and that's because they wanted to have that feel of right on front of you but yeah they also wanted it to be co-op and you need someone else to watch your back and yeah and then have all that happen yeah so so yeah it state of the case it's fun it's probably i'm gonna pick it up when it's done uh i might buy this one on xbox one and me and you can play through it yeah and i'll be i'll be pretty excited about playing through something like this too and the the ability to get through another zone i'm I, I like good zombie co-op games now because there's there's so much potential for playing in that type of environment. Yeah, because there's so much types of zombies now. Like this might be a fail. Like this is a question. Like what do you consider a zombie? Like what I consider a zombie is it can be disease, it can be anything. It could be mate state of mind uh, and stuff like that. Once it's like once you lose your consciousness of your body. I can see a zombie. Yeah, so... I mean, it's... State of Decay, it's definitely one of those ones I want to put on my list. Probably one of those ones I put on my list, but it gets pushed to the back, and I just wait till it's on sale. I'll pick that up beforehand. Okay. Yeah. So we can play it sooner. Yeah. It's one of the ones that I'll have on the foreground. Yeah, so... Yeah, we're going to start picking and choosing our games, though. Yeah. Um, Halo Wars 2. Meh. Yeah. I mean, they came out, if you're into that type of stuff... Aaron's actually really excited about it, which, okay. Aaron's a big Halo fan. Yeah. How did you raise a Halo fan? Um, played Halo, we had, someone gave us Halo 3. We played it together. I know, me and you played Halo 3 when you, we were supposed to go golfing, but you threw out your back, and we played Halo 3 together, but. Yeah, I became an old man on you. Yeah, yeah, that happens occasionally. Uh, uh, it's just he, um, I don't know. Somehow he just got into it, and he just plays them. And he, I think it's just because his friends play them, because he has his his, his school friends play them, played mm-hmm. it too, and he got in with them. Mm-hmm. So I think it really has more to do with the part that they played it versus he played it. Okay, he, he uh, there was someone, uh, Mike, my brother-in-law, oh, okay. yeah, who's closer to Aaron's age than he is my age. Yeah. Our age and Kim's baby brother. He plays it and he was in with it with him. Oh, so, yeah. It comes out uh, PC, Xbox um, 2. It's coming out in February yeah. 2017. Now so. this is how Phil ends the thing. Ends so, it. So Phil ends it with basically explaining what happened at the very beginning yeah. screams. Along with we get a Project Scorpio coming 2017, and it it 
it it throws like something gigaplops worth of video graphics data processing so, and stuff. Graphics like that. processing unit is GPU. Yeah. So it's upgrading its GPU. Yep. Which is a very good thing. Uh, so it'd be fall. Oh, Fallout's moving to VR. I didn't catch that. Yeah. So that was one of the things they they announced with the the this new game out will be able to do VR support and support Fallout when it transitions to to with a to a v uh fall to a uh vr support yeah so this this so is fallout 4 is going to vr yeah like oh, they like just snuck that in there yeah well probably because who makes fallout 4 uh bethesda. bethesda so that's probably gonna be at the actual that's yeah. probably a bit it's gonna be one of their big announcements at the bethesda mm-hmm. conference which we'll yeah. cover next week yep uh but yes so i i'm excited for f- vr but i like I don't want to spend the money to pick up a VR. I I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait until it's, yeah. it's it's the the hype and everything's kind of died down a lot of bit, a little bit down on it. It's kind of gone away from a gimmick to an actual like gaming library supported with it, mm-hmm. and it's every game starting to come out with VR support. And there's kind of an actual point to it. Um, I'm more interested to see what's come like what the actual stats stats on this new um, Xbox is on. Yeah, the least that's when it gets closer to. Christmas time is when they're planning on leasing it. No, it's coming 2017. Okay, so so I don't know if it's coming out this spring or this summer or next spring, next summer. Uh, they need to do spring because uh, Christmas time of the PlayStation One is supposed to be coming out. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, and they're and they're they're bringing the 4K kind of in between smaller console in the they meantime. leased that already. Yeah, and that's well. Yeah, it's coming out like this year. Coming out, it's not available now. It's available soon. I thought that was part of the like thing that they said it was available now. You can pre-order it now. Oh, okay, pre-order. It's now. like you will be in your house in like early July. Oh, okay, so that's that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, four K is one thing that's missing from Xbox. That means. Yeah, they said you can. It has four K support, and it will the the video will, even on the new slim one will do four K. Yep. And then the new one will definitely do 4K. Yeah. Uh, but 4K is a good thing to have because a 4K TV. Yeah, is... you can if you have the even if you don't have the capability of going to 4K now with your TV, I would like the console to have that op- option so I can then now when I eventually upgrade my TV to a 4K TV, I can mm-hmm. be like, and there you go. Yeah. So yeah. Uh. So that's a good thing. Uh. That pretty much ends. That's that's most of what we're covering E three this week. Um, I'm gonna go over one more thing with Xbox. They announced the fully customizable controller. Oh yes, I saw that. Like, I won't pick one of those things up. Oh. Did you Did you go there and play with them? Uh, play yeah. with the builder. Yeah, I did. So it's it's real. That part's really cool. And the part you can put your gamer tag on the controller and like fully fully. Is I mean, it's not like a hundred percent customizable, and I can like pick. You can pick all your color schemes to kind of make it look like you. Yeah. You know, pick your color. Like, I could pick a color scheme of... I picked a... I kind of like our... Uh, the Broncos colors mm-hmm. with a little bit of a dark silver gray into it and some yeah. other stuff in there. And then I threw my gamer tag on top of that. And it was really, really... It looked really nice. And then I was like, well, it's seventy nine ninety nine. But, you know, if I was looking for something to tell Kim to buy me, I could yeah. send her that skin and everything else or someone yeah. for a birthday gift or, hey, send me a gift card so I can... Do this. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. something good. Yeah. But I thought that you know, you know, fully customizable um, 
And it's also it's also coming based off the new controller style with the mm. the gripped. Have you seen? Have you actually put your hands on one of those things yet? Uh, the new uh, Elite controls. Not the new Elite controllers. The uh, new controllers that ha- they're gonna have the grip. Yeah, I put. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I dropped by a game. So nice. Yeah, I dropped a I dropped a game. So I was like having that grip on there to that texturing it make, uh, on there. Is it makes, kind of was nice. It, it feels like it's going to make long play gaming good. Yeah, and it made they made the feel of the controller more stable in your hand, and when you're moving around with it, um, a little better. Okay, E three predictions. So yeah, we'll go. Let's see. Uh, actually, uh, so I did not find anything about Grand Theft Auto having any big announcements. Yes. So I might have uh, lost that one. Mm-hmm. Borderlands 3 uh, will, uh, did have a release date. Yep, for about Fall 16. Fall 16, which we kind of... Ex- I, I expected, yeah, of course. I predicted it. I expected it. Now we'll my co- picks. We'll cover that all next week about the whole... What happened with all those those producers. Yeah. Uh, Mass Effect will ha- Mass Effect has a release date for the March. Yep. It, which is good. They're not March. competing with that massive... I think that's where a big... Big single player comes out, and that's a good one. That's yes, a good that's place. a good big single player game. Yeah, that's, that, that gives you the whole that will, to digest that game, and, really. Yeah, and it needs it. It's going to be a fifty-hour. Pl- they usually Mass Effect is usually a fifty-hour gameplay, fifty to hundred. Yeah, depending on how detailed you get into yeah. the game. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to take me an hour to play a uh, hundred hours to play probably Mass Effect Force gameplay. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, and then um, Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls announcements, which did happen, uh, wasn't for a new game, but it's a remaster of Elder uh, Skyrim. Was it Skyrim or Oblivion? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't actually catch that. Yeah. But there was an announcement for it. Yeah, I didn't. I I got through the EA conference. I got through the Microsoft conference. I got through some some basic stuff about Rockstar. And what was going on those? And then I just kind of like, I was like, all right, I need to stop watching video games and work and do other things yeah. I need to get done. Yeah, this is probably going to be something I'm going to put on Bethesda's uh, thing, um, conference, where I play like some more Dark Souls or something like that. Yeah, we'll get some sort of that. Uh, so let's get into um, the last little bit of it. How, how would you, why well, look up, why well, pull up with these. Um, Humble bundles, games with gold, and deals with gold. You can uh, start talking about Silicon Valley. Okay, Silicon Valley episode four. Yeah. So, uh, I liked. So that was right after the end of them dropping the papers on the floor to pick it up, and then the guy went to Jack. This is the aftermath for that when Jack pulls them in the office. Says, "What the hell is this?" Like. Yeah, they had the whole skunk work project. It was great, and then that 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 episode was the f- full falling out. And then at the end, the p- the board members like should they go th- like? It's thirty minutes to say that Jack left the company prematurely. Yeah, it was it was a long roundabout way yeah. to say Jack Jack leaves the company, and mm. Richard kind of strong arms Jack. Well, I'm not. I'm going to quit and. Yeah. This and he's like, "Well, quit. We can do quit. We can do this. We can build this without you." And then, uh, eventually, what's her name? Yeah, Shelly. People or? said like, "We can do this without you." And he went like this. Uh, this is supposed to be out in two. Like, they want a prototype in less than a month. You can't do this without me. Like, the thing's not built. Yeah, and I'm I, I'm your programming engineer that has the software in his head. 
yeah, like you you cannot do this without me, and if you do, you go in this direction. I'm not. And then he makes a deal with Jack, saying, "After we build the box, we're gonna build our product. Yep, build what I want. Yep. And then some stuff happened out. So the box, the reason why they got so much money for building the box is that the company that will have the box, uh, I don't remember what the company was. Would own, uh, it was actually kind of one of their competitors. The person they were selling the box to mm-hmm. would own the rights to the concepts of how the box is a uh, uh, compression would be way. Yeah, so that run. would make the software that they're making five years mm-hmm. out, which they were being offered like $1 billion for it or something like that. Yeah, well, and then, well, it wasn't a billion, it was like. Three hundred million? Was, no, it was. It was like they were they were doing a contract of like sixty million oh, or yeah. seventy million. Yeah. But then, then at the tail end of that, or no, now we're going into the so we're we're starting off on episode five now. No, no, episode four is when they announce how much they are worth. They're, okay, so you, no, no, no. So uh, Huli yeah. buys the other company that basically jacked their. Yeah, because this was at the end. The guy gets the call from... Yeah, so all the Hooli employees uh, went to that other company, mm-hmm. s- start the whole in, in, or compression, the compression mm-hmm. concept, the inside-out compression. Yeah. Um, and then they go to... Then they get bought out by Hooli and... For $250 million. And then Hooli now sets the market, market value, value of, of the what compression weight is. Yeah, of what their compression so, company's worth. So the person that has, uh, what's her name? What is her name that's not, um, the the robot girl, like, makes logical decisions? Oh, the owner, the, yeah. the, their funder. I don't remember her name. Yeah, we need to do that one. But the, now the owner knows exactly the funder knows exactly how much they're worth. So now they have a price tag for the compression software, which is a whole lot more worth than what they were offered. Yeah, so now now you're selling away your you were selling away what's basically a $250 million product or $350 million product yeah. at 60 at 60 million. It doesn't make sense. You're way out of bidding yourself. Yep. Uh and uh um but that totally went against what Jack's business model was because yep. they were given what was it three million dollars up front yep to to you, you start learning out the whole financial oh, portion it was six five. million no f- three million up front total yeah. total five million to the the next two million at the mm-hmm. end to help bring you to market um but the problem was his plan was well i'm gonna burn through all this money start find sales do all this stuff because i'm gonna bring a product to market and get that last two million in a year yep and get that last two million a year, and then put a put a pro- put a put a product forward, and have that sixty seventy million dollars yep. to it, and sell that off. And he basically, he was writing what, what boiled down to is he was writing the ingenious of um, uh, Richard and uh, his crew, Dinesh and uh, Ehrlich. Mm-hmm. Or not Ehrlich, Dinesh and Goldfield. Goldfield's. Their their brilliant programming. He was gonna basically gonna sell off their intellectual law, uh, properties properties for what would be pennies on the dollar mm-hmm. for what he was to make a quick profit and then probably cut his losses and move on. And these guys, this great idea, just 
is now owned by somebody else. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, now, episode five is after... J- now, Jack got fired. Not- <laughs> they didn't really discuss that. Uh, they said that he had... A- they gave him a service... Uh, severance package. Yeah, which is kind of funny because it says he quit. Which mm-hmm. if he quit, he wouldn't get a severance package no. unless he has a great contract. He might. He was CEO. Yeah, so. CEOs. You know, get get money for doing nothing all the time. Yeah. So, uh, so after that, like they said, they had no more money left. So they had to sell their uh, complex that they're at. They had to fire everyone but the engineers. Yeah, it was, and then sell all the equipment. Well, and at, at first they're like, the chair is in charge. Yeah. And then it turns out really Richard finds finally figures out. Well, he no, he's in charge. Mm-hmm. And he's he starts making he just starts making decisions based on the part he was in charge. Yep. Uh, so yeah, he figures out that he's in charge. There was big rant, like five minutes of ranting, saying who the who's in charge. Uh, yeah, and then. And then they he starts firing people and like you guys can't do that. And he's like, why not? I'm the CTO, so, I'm the next highest person in management, and I'm not fired yet. So you guys are all gone. I need to save pennies here. I'm working a company. Yep, that was awesome. That was so yeah. fun. And then he cut his lease and stuff like that, or the building. Yeah, and, and the funny part is, isn't in this entire time over the next like week or so, like he's doing everything right and he's acting. Like a CEO mm-hmm. who's trying to save his company shit. Yeah. And, uh, and then he's day? supposed to meet with a PO. He was, uh, then he has to make an announcement to the press. Yeah, or to so, a, so he's supposed to be meeting up with a blogger. Yeah. And he's supposed to be getting coached right before he meets with the blogger to say know what he's supposed to say and what he's not supposed to say. Mm-hmm. Well, instead of walking into the room with the coach, he walks into the room with the blogger. Yeah. But he doesn't know that. And all and he, he does, goes on the rant like he was with the person with the PO. Yeah. He's just like, he just goes on this massive, like, I just need to get this junk off my chest and just say it. Oh, yeah. And in the, while he's doing this rant, which is a straight, I don't know. It was a straight five-minute rant, right? Oh, yeah. It was good, too. Yeah, it was a great rant. They're cutting to... Uh, Big Head. No, they cut to Big Head because what's-her-name calls him. Yeah. Uh, well, no, because that was before the yeah. rant. Okay, so they cut to Big Head saying, oh, do you want me CEO? You know, of Pipe Piper. Piper Piper. And he Why goes, he's like, there? No. No. <laughs> like, what? And then, like, afterwards, that that was uh, someone calling me to be CEO for Pied Piper. I said no. And then that sets Richard off like, like ballistic. Big Head? <laughs> Big Head says no. Yeah, like, well, not even Big Head said no. They even offered Big, Big Head, Head the job. job. Yeah, so, uh, and then that sets him off to go off to the ramp. But he's at the ramp because uh, the the person that, um, the funder, can't remember her name. It starts with an I. Uh, it's, I don't, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. But she she works with Monica. Yeah, Monica. Which, yeah, the board member with Monica. Um, but yeah. And let's see, I got it right here. Hold on, I'll tell you. In a second. Okay. So um, yeah, tells him that he needs to meet with a PO because he becomes irrational when he's stressed out, which he finds out to be true when he can't say stuff correctly. So yeah, he goes to the he rants to the person, and then the PO comes in like, 
I was supposed to meet with you. Why? Oh, uh, did you say anything that you weren't supposed to? And he goes like, and he just says bumble. He just becomes a bumbling idiot. Lori. Lori. Oh yeah, Lori. Uh, yeah, Lori. Yeah, Lori. Lori. So yeah, he becomes a bumbling idiot and tries to talk to the blogger, saying, "How can I get you not to post this? How can I get you to spike this project?" And she's like, "If you bring me in, something bigger." And then he goes back to the thing to talk to Big he- like Big Heads at uh, the incubator. Mm. He's kinda, he because, just kind of like brings up the story about... Because Eric and Big Head are... Eric's trying to force Big Head into a deal, to, a partnership. He's like suckering him. Yeah. Basically just using all using him for his money. money. Yeah, to uh, to set up a thing. He's like... This set up an incubator at his house and he has nothing to do. Really like He's like not sacrificing anything exactly. towards it. Yeah. And he gets half the pro- uh, half the uh, stuff, <laughs> just ripping big head off. I know, uh, but so uh, yeah, so big heads there is like, well, it's like, uh, why don't you just wipe it from the web, like uh, the person from Hulu that Hulu did, and then it's uh, like he did what? what? <laughs> yeah, Galvin. Yeah, uh, then. Uh, not Gavin. Hold on, it's not us. It's not Gavin. It's a uh, Gavin. Gavin. That's Gavin, not Galvin. Yeah, Gavin. Uh, so yeah, like he did with a uh, Nano. Was it Nano? Oculus. Nu- uh, Nucleus. Nucleus. There we go. He, he just basically removes uh, removes removes all bad press of about nucleus. Nu- nucleus from the web. And then, like, and then they went to the blog with like. He moved everything from Nucleus to the web, Big Head was tell- telling him. And she's like, what? Like, this is the biggest thing ever. It's like, yeah. Like, your, your story's spiked. Yeah, it's like, is this good enough? We good? You trade? Should trade? Go. She's like, yes, yes trade. Yours is spiked. spiked. This is way better than your crappy story. And, yeah. she's like, and then he was like, it's not a, he's like, he's trying to fight his way into it. Like, no, it's not a crappy story. He's like, and, like, Monica's behind him, like, trying to tell him to shut, shut up. up. Shut yeah. up, Richard. <laughs> yeah. Take a win when you get one. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's how they ended it. Yeah, that's how it is. So, we can find out how that all turns out later. Yeah. Well, the, the, they basically come back to the the back to the incubator. Oh, and, yeah. They, and he's like, and you're seeing you know, yeah. yeah. And with the, all the Indian walkers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you kind of, like, get a, a sneak peek on how they're going to move forward. They're outsourcing all their... Uh, engineering. Engi- engineering to India and yeah. foreign countries, and they're coordinating everything through Skype. Yeah, which is a good idea for what they were doing. Ish. Ish, yeah. You have you have massive security concerns when you do something like that. Yeah, but... Because those guys have no, no financial stake or loyalty to you. Yep. So... But yeah, so... But it's what they needed on a tight penny. Yeah. I mean, it's a way to get done, but there's a massive risk in that because one of those guys could turn on you, take it, price, sell it for their reverse engineer it, and be good to go. Yep. All right. So now that uh, and he falls over in the chair. Yeah. And then he, he gets he, the CEO, like the CEO chair. Kind of, so yeah. So this is the only item we didn't sell is the CEO chair, and he finds out it's so hard to be comfortable in it. Yeah. It's a it's a crummy chair. Yeah. yeah. And he falls over and stuff. It's like yeah. okay. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about some uh. Basic uh, sports. No, no, not some sports. I'm gonna, I remember we were supposed to cut back to 
money. Oh yeah, the, to save you. Uh, uh, humble bundles. Humble bundles. So humble bundle is just a. Um, it's really just a. Um, it's, it's an it's an e two thousand six digital ticket stuff. Yeah, it's like kind of like an e- EA sports stuff. No, no, no. It's an it's an e it's it's based off of the E three conference. Yeah. Uh, kind of like things that happened at it and some other stuff. Looks like it might have been sponsored by Amazon because one of the things is uh, an Amazon Apple Store 500 or App Store 500 credit coins. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just a bunch of little stupid indie games. None of them look really what I would call awesome. Yeah. So uh, it's really small games. Part of the E3 pack. Um, but uh. Yeah, there's nothing really exciting. I wouldn't recommend it at all. Uh, pay four dollars more. Smite's the only game on there that looked like it was worth a while. Uh, Smite is a free to play game that just gives you skins and stuff like that. Yeah, well, and there's so there's something on here from Smite that you can an add on or something you can buy. Yeah, it's ex- yeah. I've already looked at. I actually got this thing for the skins and stuff like that. Yeah, from it. so uh, it says you pay you pay ten bucks and you get the top end things, which comes with a. Payday two multi pack was the only thing on there. Yeah, which is okay. Yeah, we are. I think we already got it. We already got it though, because we got the massive version. Yeah. So humble bundle is kind of a eh. If you you can go there check it out, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's really worth it. Not too much. It nothing good on though. Uh, Games of gold again. Ghost Simulator all month. The crew just became available, so you can pick up the crew and XCOM. XCOM is another game that you probably want to pick up because XCOM two is going to be moving to. Xbox One. One, yeah. Ooh, that was a nasty bop. Yep, and the crew is free, which I actually saw that um, at GameStop. Is even the used game was twenty bucks, mm-hmm. twenty five bucks or whatever. So it's actually it's, it's a pretty decent game. Yep. Uh, deals of Gold. The Forza is having Deals of Gold right now. You can pick up Horizons Two, Forza Six, and Forza Forza Five Game of the Year Edition for penny on dollars. Looks like they're having. Um, Deals on all some of their expansions too. Elder Scrolls uh, Online is uh, on sale too for sixty bucks for the edi- ultimate edition and um, thirty dollars for the online edition. Uh, PJ Tours last year's Rory McIlroy version sixteen dollars. Peggle Two's on sale for five bucks basically. Battlefield the same Battlefield EA games are on sale too. Uh, Three sixty has Horizons. Uh, the 360 games that are important are Crisis 2 and 3 are on sale, $5 each. Uh, if you're into skateboarding or snowboarding, SSX and Skate 3 are on sale for $5 each. And, huh, interesting. Take it, uh, Tekken Tag Tournament 2 is, is free right now. Okay. Which is not a free for gold game, but I remember they talked, they announced that as, for the rest of June, we're going to give you all you guys listening right now. Tekken two, three is free for on Xbox Live. Okay, so let's go into sports. Yeah, so here's the crazy part: the Cavs force a game seven. Really? Yep. That's um, quite impressive. Yeah. So I don't know what the game seven is supposed to be played sometime over this weekend. Uh, there might actually. So there will be a this weekend or next Monday. I'm not sure which one. Uh, but um. Hold on, let me go here. NBA. So they will have that game will be played June 19th, which is Sunday. Sunday, yeah. So June 19th on Sunday, we'll be we will find out who is the NBA Finals champions. So that game's at 5 p.m. It's that series 
that series got turned around. I definitely say it's probably worth a watch. Okay. If you're just even a mediocre based basketball fan, I mean, it's just like the Super Bowl. You know, this yeah. is like basically game seven of the final series. Win, mm-hmm. win or go home. Yep. And then now, international soccer. Oh, jeez. So the United States made and Concacaf made a uh, one won the game, mm-hmm. won their game uh, yesterday against Ecuador, uh, and advanced on to the semifinals. Uh, okay. Uh, in Concacaf, uh, English English won. England won in their um, in their game against Wales, which uh, kind of moved them forward into the tournament themselves. Um, there's a couple other big things that happened. Uh, some people got you got you got to see multi million dollar paid athletes cry a few times. That happens. Yeah, it's whatever. But uh, yeah, the big big thing is the USA advances into semifinals, and they're they are looking good as they start approaching coming into the Olympics. Um, they played Ecuador, which is not a slouch team. They have a bunch of guys from the Premier League in their team, uh, and uh, other international soccer players from all over. And they um, they're they they're they're a hard team, and they came out there and they they played good dominant bat, uh soccer out there. Okay, that's good. Yep. Um. Baseball, Mariners oh. are on a massive losing streak. No, they're winning right now. They won well, two games. They won two games. Around, they but that was after a four-game losing streak. Yep. So. That, which really hurt them. They're six, six and six and a half games behind uh, Texas right now. Yeah, they're just losing. They're losing ground fast. They're not even in the. They're they're in the wild card race still, but they're not in the wild. They're not uh, in the if West. They, if they well, they're in the West, but if the season end two weeks a week ago. They would have been the second wild card playing for their opportunity to play in the playoffs. Mm. So they would have been in the playoffs. They're not even in the playoff picture anymore. Yeah, but the it's still all in the it's way in season. You 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 have your your ebbs and flows, and they're definitely in one of their not so. Yeah, but they picked up with two two winning two wins against the Rays. They won the last game in the Rays, but they still got Rays still took the. Um, series, uh, but they won the first game against the Red Sox. Yeah, so they're on a two-game win- uh, winning streak right now. Yeah, so they they play tomorrow afternoon at mm-hmm. one in, um, or is that one? Yeah, yeah, one, one. which is like a three o'clock start in yeah. Boston. That's a weird start time. Yeah, uh, but or mm, four four o'clock in that'd be four o'clock in Boston. That's perfect. Sunday, it's probably the Sunday or Saturday evening game or something. Yeah, like that's something. Yeah. I know that's something. But they uh, won four by uh. Four ones in against Red Sox. I mean, yeah, they're they're. Did you know the Mariners have are leading the all of AL in home runs? Yeah, I mean they're, they're just smashing the ball, the ball, smashing the ball. But yeah, that means they they did at least a decent job with defense. Well, so. if they can get their, it's really their pitching. Yeah, if their pitching can come in and start pitching the ball well, we're gonna win a ton of games. But this looks like a hopeful series against the Red Sox with that big of a lead. Yeah, and well, and we're hoping that. I mean, we will see tomorrow, but they can get tomorrow. Even if they if even if they lose on Sunday, they may, they took the series. They took the series two out of three. They go to Tiger Tigers. If they can sneak three wins out of the Tigers before they come home, mm-hmm. then hey, we're just, we're back in the game. We're, like, we're, we're getting closer. We're, well, we're starting to get momentum going yeah. the right way before we go to the All Star break, which yeah. is a good move. Um, I will. Aaron, Aaron bought me f- uh, tickets for Father's Day. And you're going to see the called night. So, like yep. first game or uh, midway game? The 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 first game, Friday night. Okay. So that that next week, we'll have to figure out how we're going to do the podcast. Uh, that's fine. We'll yeah. be I'll be coming down Saturday. Yeah, just come down Saturday. Yeah, that's actually way better, anyways. Yeah. Um. The well, only reason why I'm not doing Saturdays this day is because you have stuff next week. This uh tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I'll be gone all day tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna. 
spend a little man time with my boy out on a, a day hike out in the Nisqually Valley. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yep. So, um, I think that is... That is it. Uh, so, if that, they want to contact us... Yeah, if you want to get a hold of us, hey, definitely, if you want to talk about anything on E3 or just in general, just like, hey, you... This is... We want to get your opinion about... I don't care. Anything. We talk about anything. We don't care. Yeah. Uh, so, you can contact us at thosenallenbrothers at gmail.com or Facebook, thosenallenbrothers, Twitter... Nallen Brothers at Nallen Brothers. Uh, Brett can be is at uh, Nallen BA. Yep, Nallen BA is my uh, at Nallen BA is my Twitter mm-hmm. handle, and you're at uh, DB Nallen. Yep. And Brett's is Silent Killer. Killers. Yes, Silence Killer. O one. Silent Killers. O one. Um, I'm. Blake Death, or what's supposed to be Black Death, but Blake, you know, I can't spell. Uh, and I think that's it. Yeah, that's so, it. So, hey, if you can guess what this music is from, uh, we'll send you a $5 gift. Or no, no we, got, we got game codes. Game codes. David will be, uh, actually, David's going to be passing this on to you. Yep. David's going to pass you a game code from, um, which one? I think it was Fall Cry. Far Cry? Yeah, well, so he'll be passing you on one of those Ubisoft games he picked up last week in the Humble Bundle. Mm-hmm. He has a few few ones over there. It'll, it'll be a good game. Um, yep, so for Brett now. And David now. And we're out. Okay, bye. Bye.